That makes no sense whatsoever. The only reason you believe it is because I sound so honest and folksy. Why, I could be selling anything. It's all in the delivery. Watch. With a name like Khomeini, he's got to be good. There. Now, don't you just feel like taking a hostage? Of course you do. So, next time, don't be so naive. Remember, with a name like TV advertising, we're up to no good. Okay. Okay, we have a little contest. I think maybe we'll do it tomorrow. We're going to try to find the most homophobic old man in South Florida. And we have our first entry. You know, it's not embarrassing enough, Joey, that all you got to talk about is me for four hours every morning because you don't have any idea what this area is all about. You don't know plantation from tamarack. But, you know, the homophobia, and, of course, I'm sure that Joey's going to get a lot of those quarter hours from all the gay population in South Florida, right? They're going to really be writing his name down frantically. Yeah. Okay, well, good luck to you, Joey. And, uh, you know, Buffalo's not bad. It gets a little cold in the wintertime. Did you see the weather, by the way? There's, it's snow showers. And... It's on from Sicily. Okay, go ahead. The God... Hurry up with my eats, Marcy. I'm going bowling. Oh, no, you're not, Jamie. Did you forget what night this is? No way, Marcy. No way is your mother and those two evil stepsisters coming over here tonight. No, no. It's Beale Parmesan night with our idols. Stan Major and Neil Rogers. Oh, no, you don't. I am not sitting here while Stan Majors undresses you with his leering and jeering and that Neil Rogers eats us out of house and home. Jamie, it means so much to me and my sister. All right, all right. Just this once. Hey, what happened to my bowling money? Oh, oh, that. Well, uh, I forgot to tell you. The only way I could get them to come over was to bribe their agent, the bird. What, with diamonds? Not yet. Just a lovely rope chain with his name engraved on it. <laughs> Will Stan and Neil really eat dinner over the evil home of Marcy and Jamie? The last known personality to eat there was Lee Fowler, and he was never heard from again. They're here. <laughs> Baby, you're the greatest. <laughs> there they go, the Veal Twins. It's 1016. Give my regards to Neil Rogers. Tell him that I've never heard a smuttier program in my life. Alan Box was a normal man with a wife, children, a summer home in Opalaka, and a chain of radio stations. Well, normal that is until just three weeks ago. Hi, honey. How was your day? Unbelievable. Terminal. There's nothing but subhuman douchebags out there. Alan Box is suffering from Neil Rogers disease. Have you canceled the Miami Herald yet? But, honey, we don't subscribe to the Herald. Oh, now that's a cop-out. What kind of a lame excuse is that? Just say no to El Herald, sir. Huh? People afflicted with Neil Rogers' disease have lost the ability to communicate like normal human beings. What's the matter with you? Blue-haired old bags from Pembroke Pines. You know, the Yenfes who say, Oh, Neil, how can you say those nasty things? Running around stealing sweet and low. Can I get you anything? How about those bag boys at Winn-Dixie? You know, it doesn't hurt to look. Incredible. Neil Rogers' disease, a growing South Florida epidemic. Please, help us find a cure. Honey, it's Friday night. You know what that means. Hey, you know what I got? A nine. A nine! What's Lee Fowler got? Three point something? 
Send your tax-deductible contributions today in care of Hot 105. Terminal. Unbelievable. 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 Okay, 10 away to do Now, El Banco and KY bring you a must for everyone who lives in South Florida today. The Neil Rogers Annihilation Kit. Here's how it works. Neil, what's that you I saw last night in the produce section squeezing the... Take this, sucker. Uh, I'll always speak to Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers, listen, let me, let me ask you something uh, stupid here. Uh, Neil and Rogers. This. Uh... And this. Yeah. The Neil Rogers annihilation kit protects you from utterly ridiculous phone calls. And now with the new Florida gun laws, you can carry your very own annihilation kit right on your shoulder. So the next time someone steps up to you and says, do something about it. Here's how to order. Send your tax-deductible donation care of Neil Rogers, Section 5012, Seat 43, Clubhouse, Pompano Park. Don't delay. Order today. The Neil Rogers Annihilation Kit. One step closer to a mungless society. It's 7... Just relax. Don't run away now. Swing, Joey, swing! I'm a noose, Joey, a noose. Joey, little show. I beg your pardon? I thought I had her already. Baya, baya. Back to Buffalo, Joey. Feel better now? I, I can continue my weekend. I can go to the temple. Now you have real reason to celebrate Yom Kippur. All right, I'm going to do that starting right now. I, I want to straighten one thing out, by the way. Please do. Joey was not big in Buffalo. He was very big in Cheektowaga in North Tonawanda, but he was a bomb in Buffalo. Okay? I heard him there. Yeah. All right. Okay, hasta luego, Neil. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. Okay, arrivederci. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. Got to go on the wheel of fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Ovana, pick me a letter. Bankrupt. What do you mean, bankrupt? I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at that say Jack again. Won't throw in the towel. Still, I buy your vowels. Ovana, pick me a letter. Hey, man, what do you mean there's no S and phone? Ovana, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. Or what? Vanna, I don't understand why you make a hundred grand, not for me to say. Anyway, get me a ticket for an airplane. Gonna be on the wheel of fortune game. I just got to win, spin the wheel again. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Go, Vanna, go, baby, go, alright. Hey, get out of my face, Pat. Is that a too big? Is there an L in that word? 
you could play the home game. Got me a ticket for an aeroplane. All right, I'm on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just love that sound. I'm in the bonus round. Hey, Vanna, pick me a letter. Lose a turn. Hey, Pat, lose this. Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. All right, that is an all over can. Vanna, I don't mean to stare, but are you wearing underwear? Not for me to say. Much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at that Jack again. Won't throw in the towel till I buy a vowel. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Please, Vanna, pick me a letter. All right, I'm ready to pick, baby. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, O, P, Q, R, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Thanks for covering, huh? All right, I'll take the sofa, the blender, the microwave, the refrigerator. Hey, man. For a black and white five inch portable TV set. You got ripped off, man. My brother and uncle get it for you wholesale. Give me the money and I'll buy the TV set, man, alright? Hey, man, come on, baby. Uh-huh. 109 at WY. Tired of the same old restaurants? Try the Cafeteria Santeria of Hialeah. How much is that doggy on the menu? The one with the barbecue tail. How much is that doggy on the menu? I'm sure glad the chef out of jail. That's right. No matter what the weather's like outside, it's always raining cats and dogs at the Cafeteria Santeria of Hialeah. We'll make your stomach stop growling and make your neighbor's pit bull stop doing the same thing. Talk about delicious. Mmm, mmm. Your meal is always fresh. We kill it right on the premises. For a heavenly meal at a sacrifice price, it's the Cafeteria Santeria. Try it once. You'll eat there religiously. How much is that doggy on the menu? The one that is fried in deep fat. Please bring me that doggy on the menu. And bring a side order of cat. Walk, run, or catch a greyhound for the Cafeteria Santeria of Hialeah, where we give new meaning to the word pet food. Under the ice cream store, my day before two at W. New this fall on Soya People's Television. It's a beautiful day for a communist. Unless you're on the KGB list, you will do time in a salt mine. You will do slave labor. Hello, boys and girls. This is Mr. Rogers. Welcome to my neighborhood scale. Oh, I bet that's my Russian postman, Comrade McFeely. Hey, coming. You know, he's kind of a funny postman. Sure. Not only does he deliver my mail, he likes to open it, too. I guess he's just kind of curious. Sure. Uh, Fred Rogers? Oh, hi, Mr. Secret Policeman. Pleased to be coming with me. But why? Can you say crimes against state? I think so. Can you say CIA spy? Oh, sure. Come on, let's go. Those Fedonia boys and girls. Please to be one. 
Karachi, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, live from Siberia for next 20 years. <laughs> oh boy. Welcome to our neighborhood, boys and girls. I want you to run the uh, third floor to work. And, uh, you know, some of you guys out there, I'm sure you got a great sense of humor, but, the, well, I won the 900 at Calder today. Good. Go spend it. Have a wonderful life, but uh, I don't want to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I cashed 85 tickets in 13 races last night and still wound up losing. And these guys, oh, I hit the big day today. Yeah, they never tell you when they lose, these no. guys, these mavens. Never a word. Oh, no, they win every day. Yeah. They win every day. How come they're walking around with stains on their shirts, too? You know what I mean? Shame on you guys. Okay, we do have uh, most of the line. There is one line not flashing in date. I can't believe it. You see, your power is just um, yeah, right. It's all my diminishing. Fault. It is your fault. Yeah. This has been your whole shtick. Is that stinking movie you've been talking about? <laughs> Look at that. All the date lines are wide open. <laughs> Six two four ninety four hundred and date for anybody who watched Stand by Me. They have cable and date with River Phoenix and Will Wheaton and Will uh, what Wheaton, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, and a cast of. Dozens of ugly young boys. That's right. Oh, there they go. See Hollywood. Good morning. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. That movie was total mung. <laughs> oh, now. Oh God. Well, he got a little carried away. Good call. No, he got a little. Oh, I see. In other words, now we're going to rip the people that disagree with you. Is that it? No. Hallandale. Hello. Hey Neil. How you doing? Okay. Two for sucks. I beg your pardon. That was the worst movie I ever saw. That's what I thought you said. I just wanted you to elaborate a little bit. The worst, <laughs> the worst, the absolute worst movie you ever saw. I only had 13 beers and I still fell asleep. <laughs> is Glenn on the floor yet? What do you mean, is he on the floor yet? That's where he started. You might as well kick him out there. You can't trust his reviews anymore. What do you have to say to that? Well, we never heard his review anyway, so... What do you have to say to that? I say that the man was drunk and passed out and didn't see the end of the movie and has no idea what it was about. I tell you, the best part of the movie was when I saw the dead body, but they should have had him mangled up or something. <laughs> it's so boring. Now we see what the man really yeah. wanted. Of he, course. He didn't get any uh, violence. He didn't so, get any, like yeah. most of the rest of us. Exactly. Okay, sir. Excellent, excellent review. Thank you. <laughs> This is the way we like it. Honesty is foremost on this show. Brutal honesty, even when it hurts. Uh huh. I agree. Like, I think the operative word, well, we can only repeat one of the two words in the first two calls, but I think sucks seems to be the operative word for that horrible movie. Right. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Fort Lauderdale, good morning. Uh, Bird, I have to agree with you. I don't have home box office, so I went out and rented the movie so I could do my homework over the weekend, and I loved it. Oh, this is Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually not even there when we punch up those buttons. Yes, I know. It was a great movie, Neil. What did you love about it, sir? I, I just thought it was a great little growing-up movie. We're taking a poll, by the way. Let me get a piece of paper. Yeah, no, just right a second. Can, we can handle the plus it. Side here. Let's do a pro and con, as in great con job. Right. <laughs> We've got one pro it, and two con. Okay. I beg your pardon? Neil, have you seen it? I saw enough of it. Of it. He saw part of it, sir. Yeah, the last oh. two-thirds of it. Yeah. The last two-thirds. Correct. It was depressing. All he, missed, all he missed was the entire setup of the story. Of, uh... You've got to see it all in order to appreciate the movie, Neil. Okay. 
It's a pretty revolutionary kind of like, idea. Kind of like Debbie Does Detroit. If yeah. you missed the beginning. <laughs> exactly. When they start in Inkster and they head up toward, march up toward Pontiac. Okay, thanks a lot, sir. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Nobody's perfect. Um, which reminds me, how about those football games yesterday, huh? Oh, huh? I'm going to tell you. And then I got in the radio in a car and I turned on the radio and Hank Goldberg said the Dolphins this or so. he said the Dol and I kept saying it's not the Dolphins why do you keep saying that you know it was like ridiculous and that jerk that shill over there oh support the scad yeah, that was terrific you know and they and the TV people kept shilling too like this isn't really as horrendous as everybody right. thought it was going to be well that's great you know especially in Philly where they had the 5,000 people who could get into the stands because of all those uh, wonderful athletes, you know, and all that good sportsmanship. Oh, yeah. Death it. threats on the phone to their relatives and, uh, you know, beating yeah. the crap out of the fans. As if trying this to get is in. important. I mean, it's yeah. only a game. Strong. Strong. Life goes on. You bet. Especially when you got cable and you can watch Jeez. these great American movies. Absolutely. Who the hell needs that stuff? National Nuisance League. These guys, they think this is something important. Yeah. Bunch of thugs. Bunch of mung brains is what they're turning out to be. And we're all supposed to be loyal and all bent out of shape and excited, you know, that uh, maybe they'll come back. Screw them. Let them stay out forever. Who cares? That's right. Only morons care. Exactly. Who sit at home and guzzle 13 beers while watching River Phoenix... Uh, Swipe at leeches on his body, you know. <laughs> Heavy stuff, ladies and gentlemen. What are we doing? Miami, hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. This you... is Neil Rogers. It sure is. Are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, I thought the movie was uh, very good. Okay. Ooh. And I would like to know what in the world is mung? <laughs> good. What is what? mung? Did you see the scene where they were scraping the leeches off their bodies? I saw that. That was Mung. <laughs> what? How do you spell it? M-U-N-G. <laughs> Explanation point. Yeah. I was looking for it, and I could not find it. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen pictures of the bottom of a ship where they have all the barnacles? I have. Huh? Yes, I have. Okay, well, like all the other indescribable stuff on the <laughs> bottom of the ship is Mung with the barnacles. I've had friends looking for that word, and yeah. it it's is... a great—it's a great word. It comes into play almost every day in your life. Yes, it does. You'll find mung situations and mung people and mung brains and uh, you know mung birds. Right. New species, by the way, the mung bird. Hey, yeah, so it's not in the dictionary, but it's—it's it's a word. It, it is. It will be in the dictionary. It will be soon. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Watch for it in your nearest uh, Walden Books and uh, all the other, all your other favorite newsstands. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So it's uh, really tight now, huh? Two to two. All right. It's and exciting. shame on those of you who didn't have anything better to do on a Saturday night at eight o'clock than watch some stupid movie. You know? <laughs> hey, listen. That's what this town's all about. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Absolutely. the most exciting thing in town to do is go uh, to the ice cream store. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. But uh, we're being realistic. And watch Joey cash his social security checks. I mean, let's get serial. <laughs> okay, we have a couple of open lines. Boy, I don't think this... Uh, well, there's one open line in Come Broward. Five, there is. 524-9400. Okay. I want to keep them all filled up, so at least to have the pre... We're not going to do this for too long, because obviously it's terminal. Kendall, hello. 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 Yes, sir. Well... I'd have to say about the only thing that sucks in that thing were the leeches. Yeah, that's a very good point. Excellent point. I thought it was a good movie. I'd rate that with about uh, three tons or three beaks. Three beaks? 
instead of stars. A three beaker. It's a very good rating. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, us uh, birds of a feather have to flock together. So something we're in the uh, hammocks. This might be one of the uh, Australian mung birds, <laughs> that new species. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the day it played uh, Saturday, there was a, a bunch of birds just flying all over the, uh, the hammocks over here, and it was led by who else? Glenn. <laughs> well, it's winter, right? Getting into winter. Nation. Glenn was in the middle. It was like the uh, blind leading the blind there. I thought Tippy Hedren was uh, hanging around there, too. I saw those birds. Yeah. Oh, but it was a good movie. It really was. You have to think about this. Uh, it was it was done mostly with all um, child uh, actors. Yeah. For... Well, there's some people into children, and that's, I guess, what we're finding out as this poll goes along. Kids, serious. That's why I was not particularly enthused about it, because I'm not into little kids, <sighs> unlike some of my colleagues. Well, no, 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 no. It really was a good movie, and, and, uh, and the fact that they uh, did the whole movie just by, you know, themselves acting, and uh, it was fairly well done. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, I got one more thing for you. The other day, a couple weeks ago, you were um, calling in the band The Bird. Yeah, oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I know, when Glenn was out with that tower. But I, I thought of something else, Glenn. Let's get some buttons or stickers made up, and it said, uh, Beautiful, Bald, and Bird. That's good. <laughs> All right, Glenn. Take care, guys. Okay. See, he's obviously, uh, you know, one yeah. of your crowd. Yeah. The director is a no-talent Rob Reiner. Yeah, real no-talent. Yeah. That's what Bob says. He's said in the most wonderful movies. He, he has? Great movies. He's yeah. just riding on his father's coattails. That's no, he all. Isn't. And on he all did, the family. Uh, the sure He's thing. a meathead. <laughs> He's a meathead. What was his character on TV? That's what it says on this T-shirt. You can't beat our meathead. Isn't that what that says? Rob makes wonderful movies. Even uh, Carol O'Connor knew him for what he was. A Polish meathead. Right. Okay, let's continue. North Miami, hello. Hi, Mia. Hi. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I enjoyed that movie, Stand oh, By Me. Really? Good, that's great. Very good. What did you like about it? Uh, because it was kids and it reminded me of when I was a kid, you know, hanging oh. around smoking cigarettes. With yeah, running kids. around with leeches all over you. Yeah, I know. It was, but, that's what happened to me when I was growing up. But what happened is the bird also mentioned blue velvet. Yeah. Oh, so forget I it. switched off, stand by me. Oh, blue velvet. I, I couldn't, Not uh... Much blue velvet. Yeah. I don't have any idea where that was going. I watched about 20 minutes of that, and I said, boy, not for me. It's weird. I didn't understand yeah. a thing about it. No, I still, I still have no idea what that was, where it was going or what it was supposed to be. You're not supposed to. Well, where it went in my set was in the off position, yeah. uh, ultimately. Yeah. I stuck with it. And so tonight I'm going to pick up the last half hour of Stand By Me. Oh, good. That'll, that'll get you really depressed. Now, see, that's why she still likes it, because she hasn't seen the ending. No. But the ending will get you very well, it works depressed. for you. You miss a half hour, and it's yeah, okay. but the last half hour is what makes it very depressing. Well, you don't know what's in the first half hour. I don't care what's in the first half hour. <laughs> and there's also a good one on tonight at 10.30 on HBO. And what might that be? The name of it is Link. It's about an anthropologist student assistant who is terrorized by the ringleader of a group of chimps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's about the bubbles, the runaway uh, Michael Jackson <laughs> chimp. Yeah. Sounds like a biggie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, Neil, yeah. did you read about yourself in the paper this weekend? Yeah. And don't say that name anymore. Don't worry about it. Otherwise, you're in big trouble. Have a wonderful life. <laughs> okay, let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello? Yes. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? Good. I saw three lousy programs this weekend. Okay. Find me, Blue Velvet, 
and Steve Kane on Crossfire on cable. <laughs> oh, boy, what a trifecta. See that? I bet that would have paid about 400 bucks at Pompano last night. Washington. What's that? What's from Washington. Great. No, I, uh, I'm i sorry I missed it. Yeah, that was the winner of the mall. Yeah. So you didn't like Stand By Me, huh? Oh, God, no. <laughs> All right. No, that... Yeah, Blue Velvet was uh, for really sick minds. One. I guess that's why you like that, that's was right. for sick minds. Yeah. You people from Rochester have taste. That's right. Have a good day, Neil. Okay. Well, you know, they wouldn't show that at the Eastman Theater, right? They sure wouldn't. Okay. Bye-bye. It's the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my Blue life. Blue Velvet, yeah. But why were you touting it so heavily? You it's realize great. that people are impressionable and they waste their valuable time. I you know, that. life is like a fleeting. It's like grains of sand through the hourglass with McDonald Carey on the days of our lives. That's dazed of our lives. I don't okay. knock that show. That's a great. Now, I don't watch it, but I know that Wendy Worth uh, yeah. in our accounting religiously office watches it religiously. Yes. In fact, uh, she puts on a mezuzah. You're almost kidding. Does 18 Hail Marys at the beginning of that show every day, just Very in true. honor. Uh, that has great significance in the Winds Cafeteria. And, of course, there are a lot of people doing Hail Marys in the Winds Cafeteria, mostly after they start digging into those sandwiches. I got that mouse meat parmesan out of there this morning. Because uh, I couldn't get to Burger King for breakfast because they had this big wreck out on um, Hollywood Boulevard. Mm -hmm. And so I had a turn at Flamingo, I guess. And I figured I'll go in the machine and get something bizarre, something you ordinarily wouldn't eat at that hour of the morning. And I, <laughs> bizarre was the word for it. I mean, that thing. I wonder if our friends, the uh, Parmesan twins <laughs> left in there, is kind of a, a message for me. Huh? <laughs> it's possible. Boy, those meatballs look very familiar. Very possible. Very familiar. They each had little initials inscribed on each one of them. It's 20 minutes before 11 at WYNZ. The South Korea, summer 1988. The Olympics in Seoul. Detroit, Michigan, right now is the Olympics. Yes, my beautiful brothers and sisters, it's the hippest trip in athletics. 60 non-stop minutes across the track and field of your mind. I'm your commissioner of the Seoul Olympics, Mr. Don Ridiculous. Thank you. Thank you, my beautiful children. And today in the Seoul weightlifting competition, a very, very beautiful event. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles attempt a full overhead press of Mr. Barry White. Yeah! Plus... Mr. James Brown himself attempts a triple somersault in the 20-meter high jive competition. Yes, it's all going down at the Funky Games in Motown, because it's the Olympics. Isn't that what they have on Zeta every afternoon, the uh, Seoul Olympics, or is that yeah. the Seoul Patrol? Something like that. On your keyhole. Okay, well, listen, so far it is uh, really close. It is hanging right on the edge. And, of course, depending on the outcome of the survey this morning, that will depend if the cable companies show it again in Florida. <laughs> We've got them all on the line, on the bat line, and they're just waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I'm sure they won't show it again. No. <laughs> Not, Not until cable. about 7 o'clock. That's right. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Stand by me. Celluloid Mung. Oh, boy, this is uh Do you remember, do you remember how Hustler used to rate porno movies? Yeah. You know, fully wrecked? Yeah. Partially? This one is totally limp. <laughs> this is a movie... That's how it left me. Oh, stop that god-awful music. This is a movie about growing up in the 50s? 1850s, yeah. 
There is not one scene where these kids get together behind a house or a barn and compare genitalia. Oh, yeah, that's what he was upset about. He missed now, that. that's why. Well, that's what growing up in the 50s That is about. what growing up is about. Yeah. I mean, not leeches. Yeah, well, know. I remember doing that in the 50s, and, of course, that began uh, about a 30-year depression for me. Now, you came out on the short end of the You can time. say that again, yeah. Yeah. You know how kids draw straws for different things? Sure. And somebody gets the short end of the stick? <laughs> well, if you want that, go watch Porky's. Well, there he goes. Yeah. He he's he's running to... Okay, the... it's dead even now. Is it? For a piece. Mm-hmm. And no one has mentioned River Phoenix, which I think uh, the audience deserves high marks for that. <laughs> I do, too. Enough of that crap. Uh, why do I keep reaching over there? I'm just uh, a basket case today. Pembroke Pines, hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Good morning, great. Punk. <laughs> that seems to be uh, replacing sucks as the operative word now. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. I wasn't referring to the movie. I'm just reading. Okay. Skiss mud or similar substance. Substance. Oh, definition? Oh, good. Bugs. Well, what about the movie? Great. Excellent. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, uh, I got it wrong. Let me uh, Great. My excellent. Thing. You notice he said great. Excellent. Well, what do you want from a guy who's reading uh, Mung out of the dictionary? <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> Have a wonderful life. You too, sir, and thanks so much for your perspicacious vote <laughs> on that scummy movie. Even the leeches were scummy. It was just, um, oh, you had to, like, take two showers after the movie. Just, Of course, some of our more perverted listeners out there had to take a cold shower during the movie because they just got all worked up into a frenzy. Not to mention any names, of course, but of course. Um, these people with that. There he is, Mr. Wolf. Uh, he was in the other room briefly. I just thought I would mention that for all the audience. All the ships are safe. <laughs> North Miami, hello. Bill. Yes, sir. How are you today? Great. But here's my review of Stand By Me. Wimpy, pseudo-sentimental trash. Very good. Boy, this guy's got more adjectives than Carter's got pills, doesn't he? <laughs> A movie like this only appeals to people who never have walked out of their living room and don't know what life it's is. It's enough to make you want to drink four packs of Billy beer, six packs, and uh, run out in the street and do all kinds of disgusting things on your neighbor's lawn, you know? These are the kind of people that walk around with a string and go, hey, you want to, take back to play Cat's Cradle? Yeah. This is a sick movie. On the other hand, I saw Blue Velvet for the first time. Oh, boy. I loved it, and I well, think I understand it. Yeah. You understand it. Exactly what the whole thing was about. Well, you could always figure that somebody in this audience would be the one to understand what that's all about. Hey, granted, it was bizarre, bizarre and free yeah. and sensual, but uh, the basic story was just yeah. a very simple story of uh, uh, sexual slavery and abduction, and it happens every day in this country, so I don't see what the big shock is. Yeah. If you stick with that movie, it'll all come together. I just want to know what... Uh, uh, you know, I really looked hard. What was Dennis Hopper? What was with that mask? Or, was, did he have a thing of nitrous gas or yes. something? Or what was that gas bit? Yes, he had oxygen. Yeah. Was it oxygen or nitrous? Well, oxygen? well, they I never, got gas after watching about ten minutes. <laughs> they never, they never, the room. they never said for sure. Oh. But uh, it was a very interesting movie, and uh, but that uh, stand by me. Uh, that's just that's just a poor excuse of a movie. Yeah, amen. <laughs> okay, well, have a fun day. Okay, one out of two isn't bad. <laughs> Miami, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I did a little research on this word mung. Yeah. And uh, it's got a long history, apparently. It goes all the way back to India. Some of the words they used to use, mundungo, mundungus, munga, mungo. I like mundungus myself. That's my favorite. <laughs> Undo. 
Fondue? Mung fondue? I wonder if they have that at the melting pot. Mung fondue. So this is the interesting part. When you go back to the oldest word that's associated with mung, yeah. this is what they say. They said it was a long sarong, worn especially in southern India, usually made of thin cotton. Uh-huh. And here's the first recorded instance of the word being used. Small dark boys with their mundus tucked up high beckon you toward their strange <laughs> primitive boats. <laughs> you can get a flavor of where this word came from. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, the uh, Pakistanis, uh, not to be outdone, have that uh, bizarre oriental bird, the mung bird, <laughs> which uh, I think ties in with this, too. <laughs> uh, Stand By Me was, you know, a little too sentimental. Yeah. I didn't get a kick out of it. But you liked it, didn't you? No, he said he didn't get Don't put words in this uh, well, I didn't, I very didn't. articulate caller's mouth in his beat. my interest. Uh, Held your interest. I kind of like... I went to see the movie because I saw that movie by Spinal Tap, the first film that guy made. Right. Which I liked a lot. This is Spinal Tap, Rob Reiner's first film. Yeah. And, uh, I needed so a Spinal Tap after I watched this one. It was a good story. It's just a little too melodramatic for you me. Didn't, so you didn't like it? No, I can't say that. I said, you know, it just wasn't, you know, a whole story all together. Put all together, just didn't, you know... You think that this uh, caller is like waffling? Is that what yeah, you're doing? I, I mean, like, uh, are you positive or negative? Um, okay, I'll go positive. Oh, right. I knew it. What a con job that was. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah. One of the best films I've seen in the last 10 years. See? See? Again, yeah. no credibility. No, he's right. Fantastic. <laughs> Obviously, you stuck with it. Oh, you kidding me? That was a, that was brilliant. Incredible. Film. Brilliant? Yeah. Dennis Hopper's performance is, I know, beyond belief. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Thank you, sir. And, uh, and listen, what did you say about the caller? doing discount lobotomies. Very articulate. Very articulate and misguided, I think <laughs> is what I said. We have a mobile caller. Is that possible? Hello. <laughs> mobile. Deal. Yeah. Still got me on the line. Oh, okay. Goodbye. We got to get rid of him in order to get the mobile caller on uh, four. Okay. Is this the mobile? Yes, Neil. Yeah. Hi, Neil. This is Mary. Listen, I heard you the other day talking about uh, rapping. Well, I want to tell you, I was there Saturday. It's great. I lost nine inches and three quarters. Great. Great. I'm going to be rapping on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Run oh, DMC and I are going. Love it. Great. Oh, yeah, I can fit in my pants and everything. It's great. Well, maybe I'll be able to fit in your pants, too. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. I love it, Neil. Okay, keep it up. Great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Wednesday, I'm going to go get wrapped mm -hmm. like a mummy. Mm -hmm. What just happened to a lot of the lines there? They just, uh, we had a couple people drop off, I think, after the trend here. It's very tight. I know. Six pros and five cons so far. Six to five. Yeah. Oh, boy. And we've only got about, what, six or seven minutes, and then uh, we're certainly going to wrap this stiff bit up because uh, <laughs> this is the end of the world. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Hi, Glenn. Hi. I'm a con. I'd be ill and real bad after and uh, stand by me. <laughs> oh. It's a great sleeping pill. The my, best. My kind of call. Uh, listen, Blue Velvet. Uh, Glenn, have you seen Eraserhead? <laughs> yes, I have. A couple of times. The same producer. Same director. Director, sorry. And uh, I read an interview in a very skewed magazine with Dennis Hopper. Said that when he saw the script of Blue, Blue Velvet, he said, and I quote, I am Frank. <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying. Absolutely. Yeah, it is kind of scary. In Eraserhead and Blue Velvet were the weirdest films I've ever seen. Me too. And I have seen thousands and thousands of movies, but uh, Blue Velvet is even weirder than Eraserhead. And I'd be in and after those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're good for you. <laughs> They're good for, you know, cleansing out the system. Absolutely. Sure.
Okay, thank you. Obviously, a real moving experience for some of the people in our audience. It's probably why some of them can't even get to the phone this morning. <laughs> Davey, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good comment. Okay, that's a... Uh, that's a negative? I, I don't know. Count. No, I don't think so. We can't count. Well, he's in Davey. What do you expect? Exactly. Miami, hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. I thought it sucked. Great. <laughs> Lousy movie. I kept waiting for something to happen and nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. And you stuck really a waste of time and, and money. And you stuck with it all the way to the end? Unfortunately, yeah. And you notice how morbid and depressing the ending was? Yeah, it got worse and worse. Well, everybody died except him. Everybody died except him, and you wish that he was the one that died, you know? Yeah, it sucked. I'm okay. Sorry. Thank you. Good call, sir. I don't want to influence the outcome of the poll. But, no. Uh, and, of course, you notice I didn't count the one from Davey, and I think that may have been an editorial on the movie. Well, you can't be sure. Or either that it was Joey, one or the other. Yeah. Boca, hello. How you doing, Neil? Good. Okay, I have one word for both of those movies. Yep. Pinto. Pinto. <laughs> oh, that says it all. So that's all right, a, see you later. That was a... We've hit a new low now. <laughs> this is one step below Mung on the rung. On the rung of life. Well, that obviously was a negative vote. No kidding. Well, you concede that, huh? Very good. You're getting uh, real mellow in your old age. <laughs> Miami, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Another mobile. Yes, sir. How could anybody dislike that movie, Stand By Me? Easy. Can't imagine. Unless, unless you were born 40 years old. Good comment. Unless you were born 40? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this question. Was your childhood in any way like what you saw in that movie? It was similar. Oh boy! It was the only the only drawback to that film. The only thing they needed was Robin about it was the the uh, camaraderie that these kids had that was oh, yeah. a little too much. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I didn't buy that, but but uh, on the whole, it just brought me back to my childhood. No, I, I thought they weren't quite cozy enough. That's it. I, I had to tell you. Okay, listen, honesty is what it's all about. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Now, thanks so much. Okay, well, listen, it's eight to seven. Losing. Okay. Losing 8 but to 7. We've got about 3 or 4 minutes, and at the end of the hour, we're going to make the big announcement <laughs> that the whole town is hanging on. <laughs> on the ball. Yeah, they may never hear Benny King again if this thing loses. You do understand. No, that's all right. Oop. Oh, there okay, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Miami, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. I thought it was great. You Bill thought it was... Bird. Oh, boy, we're tied up. You just locked it all up. You realize that. And also, we rented Mosquito Coast of River Phoenix, and it was pretty good. Oh, you're into River Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, not really. Yeah, no, not really. How old are you? 29. And you're into a little boy about, <laughs> no. how old was he? 12 in this movie. Mm -hmm. but, but in Mosquito Coast, I think he was about 15. Oh, I see. That makes it better. So, you know, you got to watch that because I know yeah. you guys like little boys. Yeah, he's getting older every minute. We guys like Don't little boys? Don't say that. That's no, not wrong. me. Who? Only one of us likes little yeah, boys. Yeah, that's not true either. Oh, that's for Stan? No, no, no. He likes little girls. Yeah, not, you I don't it. know about Stan. Okay. He likes well, a little I anything. Well, I want the bird to win, so go, you know. All right. Okay, we got you down. Okay. Thank you. A lot of pressure building now. I can uh, feel it in my innards. In fact, we may have a gigantic explosion in here any moment. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Uh, hi, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Fine? Yes. Got good taste. All right. But the movie sucks. It is a great movie. I was raised in Brooklyn. Oh, boy. I know Oregon. That I know the whole it. United States. I kind of liked it. Not just for the story, but it has a meaning behind it. Yes. Neil, I love the show. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, part of his taste is good. It's his taste buds that are hurting. That guy loves the movie. 
You don't get a vote. You don't get a vote. And he still sounds like he's got a cold, so it's affecting his mind. Mm -hmm. Miami, hello. Miami. Hello, Neil. Speak to me, sir. <laughs> and, uh, this is a crucial moment in your life, sir. You're about to... Um... I realize that. I realize that. I'm trying to go cast my vote here. Uh, and then you always talk about intemperance and you say it makes you very suicidal. Pressure. Yeah. You know that song that you talk about sometimes? Bob Lasseter, yeah. yeah. Bob, that's it. Yeah. That movie had the same effect on me. A negative vote. Very negative. Suicidal by the end. It was, it was just... Okay. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> now it is tied, ladies and gentlemen. Nine pros <laughs> and nine cons. And the last vote of the hour is going to be it. from... Ladies and gentlemen, this is your life. <laughs> from Ralph Edwards. Ralph's not with us anymore, yeah, is he? Ralph is so. doing uh, This Is Your Life in the Sky. I think so. Yeah. Positive. At the Pearly Gates. This was your life. They changed the name of the show a little bit. Okay, this is the final and deciding vote from Miami, and the answer is... Neil? Yeah. Loved it. Oh! <laughs> Loved the movie. Who is this, Rob Reiner? No, no, no. You sound like Meathead to me. Uh, well, this is a person who doesn't like Marshall Majors. Oh, well, I, this is well, the definitive loser. This is a man with no taste. Loved it. Loved Blue Velvet, too. Ah! But my life emulates Blue Velvet more than it does Stand of By Me. Course. I would think so, yeah. Great, great movie. Huh? Yeah. You know, and if, if the movies don't exaggerate reality, you know, that's what it's done for. Yeah. So, okay, sir. So, we win... You right? Last yes. Thursday, we win? Yep. Thank you. Okay, I'll see you at McDonald's. <laughs> so it's right up his alley. Benny stays. Get rid of that music. <laughs> I'm about ready to have a nervous breakdown from that. That's been going on for a half an hour. Do you realize it? It's... Yeah, we're going to play that under the news in the morning. Under the cackles. Okay, well, listen, that's going to do it for this first hour, and I'm afraid to announce the uh, sad results. Nine cons and then ten. My luck, it would have to be the guy who thinks that Marshall Majors sucks, and it's just Perfect. absolutely... Ex yeah, exactly. A guy Perfect. with lousy taste who breaks the tie. Your luck. Okay, well, when we come back, we're going to definitely get off of that, and we're going to talk about Michael Jackson's llama and uh, really some good stuff. Mike Wolf's got the headlines, CBS with the news, uh, minus Liberty Mutual in position 2A, and we'll come right back. Banco and KY bring you a must for everyone who lives in South Florida today. The Neil Rogers Annihilation Kit. Here's how it works. Neil, was that you I saw last night in the produce section squeezing the... Take this, sucker. Ah, speak to Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers? Neil Rogers, listen, let me, let me ask you something uh, stupid here, Neil and Rogers. Protects you from utterly ridiculous phone calls. And now, with the new Florida gun laws, you can carry your very own annihilation kit right on your shoulder. So the next time someone steps up to you and says, <laughs> Do something about it. Here's your 
Rogers out of order. Send your tax-deductible donation care of Neil Rogers, Section 5012, Seat 43, Clubhouse, Pompano Park. Don't delay. Order today. The Neil Rogers Annihilation Kit. One step closer to a mungless society. Okay, nine minutes past 11 at WYNC. What does this letter say? Please get rid of that cackling asshole. I throw up when I hear him. Oh, boy. Thanks for the new gun law. Okay, I think there's a little message in that for you. A picture of Michael We also and have the brand new Michael Jackson People magazine. Oh, look at this one here. Mikey and his chimp. It's great. While singing She's Out of My Life, Jackson plucks a young girl out of the front row for a passionate hug and a kiss. Is that incredible or what? <laughs> the new Michael Jackson interview is out, ladies and gentlemen. This is where it's at. Now, I will say this. The uh, audience will not talk about no, this. No interest. They're too embarrassed. They, yeah. will not, they won't discuss him. They won't dignify him with a discussion because uh, it's... And look at this. He's feeding this chimpanzee out of a cup, but he's probably drinking out of the same cup. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I hope the uh, chimp has had his tests. You know what I mean? How about Michael? Superstar Michael Jackson wears a surgical mask in public, has begun sleeping in an oxygen chamber, apparently to avoid disease and live to be 150 years old. 150 years old. Incredible. He had a cleft put in his chin. He plays with llamas in his backyard. Now he's wearing a surgical mask. Well, if you've had it up to here with Michael Jackson, I ask you to join me in a nationwide effort called... Let's give Michael a cold. Uh, we're not talking about anything serious here. Maybe just an annoying persistent cough. Compounded with a painful sinus headache. And maybe just a touch of swollen glands. Sound good? Well, if you have a cold or know someone who does, just grab an envelope, sneeze into it, put a stamp on it, and mail it to Michael Jackson and Sino, California. Oxygen chamber number one. And thank you. I just want to lay next to you for a while. Tonight. Now, you know who he's singing this song to, don't you? No. The Llama. Seriously. Your eyes are so lovely. Your mouth is so sweet. <laughs> a lot of people misunderstand me. Does the Llama do that or just sleep? <laughs> I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, okay. That's not what Michael said. <laughs> but uh, what can I say? Boy, I'm going to tell you, there's something desperately wrong with that child. Make no mistake about it. I mean, let's get serious, huh? Oh, boy. What is it all about? And uh, the article, here's the note. Look at the handwriting. Do you like the spelling? Oh, I love the spelling. I like that first, that one sentence where it says... Oh, no, they left it out of there. Where's that which, article I had? Where it says, which? Yeah, he says, um, I cry very often because it hurt. <laughs> Have mercy, for I've been bleeding a long time now. Most people don't know me. That is why they write such things in which, W-I-C-H, yeah. most is not true. Here's a kid who's worth like two, three billion dollars by now, and he can't spell. You know? <laughs> He's been listening to the U.B. Elon, I think, for a little bit too long. Boy. 
That's because they don't know me at all. I know. Okay, well, let's uh, continue with your calls. We do have one open line in Dave, which hurt almost as bad as Michael hurt with his uh, 2 or $3 billion. And the number is 624-9400. 624-9400, the Neil Rogers Show, setting new standards for contemporary broadcast media in South Florida. Okay. All right. Is that what it's all about? Sure. You bet. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale Beach, hello. Okay, like See? I said, setting new standards. <laughs> exactly. Hi, Aaliyah. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, good evening. Uh, I mean, good evening. Or whatever it is. Uh, listen, I'd like to volunteer to uh, give Michael Jackson a cold. I'll bet you would. I'd really like to give him a cold. A little mouth-to-mouth. Uh, no. Uh, uh, finger to finger. Okay. No. But anyway, uh, listen, I, I'm volunteering. Glove to glove. Uh, I'm volunteering to, uh, to be a, a special guest star or a co-host in your show because I think that no I could chance. do a, a little bit better job than the gentleman who's been with you for the past, uh, seems like 20 years now. But, uh, but, I mean, I don't know who he is. Is he an aspiring co- co-host? Uh? We, don't, we don't know who he is either, sir. So that's great. I'm a great candidate for this then. I mean, I could be a co-host in your show. No chance. <laughs> uh, now, isn't this interesting? Who is this? Oh, please do not read this on the air. Oh, good. Pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's about time I got a letter like this. <clears throat> Long overdue. You're putting that aside. Uh, oh, no, that's an old guy. It's an old guy. I'm sorry. That picture must have been taken uh, ages ago. Mm-hmm. Here's the mat- mat- uh, matrimonial... Press report. That ought to be good. <laughs> it's pretty interesting that most of my mail now has little messages like this one. No, bird, paws off. I know. Yeah, I understand. That's true. And thank you so much for that T-shirt, by the way, uh, several days after it showed up here. Well, I forgot. I'm yeah. a little distracted. I want to also thank Rock and Mike in Fort Lauderdale for sending us extra batteries for the Santa Claus, which I noticed the weekend crew seemed to be just having a marvelous time with Santa and running the batteries down, etc. It was great. Oh, by the way, speaking of the weekend crew, did, did you hear that Mike Spindell was a guest on a show in, in um, Tampa? Yeah. For three hours. Yes. You'll never, I mean, talk about an incestuous relationship. Yes. With Mr. Morbidity. He was on for three hours with Bob Lasseter. UFLA. The sky is falling. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. Did he talk about it? Yeah. Oh, boy. How were the reports? They were. He enjoyed it, didn't he? he had a good yeah, time. I guess there were a sufficient number of mung brains up there from what he said that he must have enjoyed it. Yeah. Said they all knew about you up there. Is that what he said? That's what he told me. Great. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, how you doing? Good. I have a uh, Webster's Unabridged Dictionary here. Well, good I'm for you, sir. under the word mung. It says, see, stand by me. <laughs> I think this is the uh, tie-breaking vote. Weren't we no, tied just that, before the... Uh, uh, no. My memory is getting a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sl- slippery, but uh, just Slip- like those leeches in a movie. It also says, for further information, call 976-CREP. Is that true? By the way, there's a uh, note here in the mail in one of my letters. It says, enjoy the veal, Neil. Marcy and Jamie should never again be allowed on the air. I'm looking under veal parmesan, and it says, run like hell in the opposite direction. It says, P.S., give Stan some broadcasting lessons, okay? <laughs> oh, shame on you, sir. Well, it's been a real pressure to talk to you. Have a nice life. Okay, thanks a lot for your perspicacity. I use that word a lot. I have no idea what it means. No. but uh, we'll look it up later. We'll look it up in the dictionary later. It's yeah. probably not too far after Mung in my Webster's. 
Okay, let's go to Miami. Now. Notice you didn't read the P.S. But that's about you, thing. yeah. Do we have to read every little note about only you? Only the negative ones are the only ones you ever read. They're the only you ones never, that have any true meaning. You never read the positive no. ones. No, consider the source. Miami, Come hello. Come on. Yes. Come on. Yeah, okay, good call. <laughs> South Miami, hello. How are you doing? Okay. May I talk to the bird? Yes, sir. Hey, the bird. Yeah. How come you don't know the sound llamas make? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. And yeah, then. one would think that uh, anyone in the vulturous uh, eruptus family would know that. You better listen carefully now. Okay. I'm going to show you the kind of sound it makes. All right. Oh. that? <laughs> okay? Yeah. Okay. Right. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Should we go to Hollywood? I always do that with great uh, crepitation. Uh, <laughs> is that the wrong word? No. Hollywood. Hello. Okay. See and what I mean? Yeah. I know my Good people reasons. in Hollywood. I know. Tamarack. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. yeah. I like to vote on the poll. I think Don Johnson should cut his hair. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Did you hear that? Oh, wait a minute. Is this Don? I'd recognize that voice anywhere. Don. He's gone. See? But we'll run a test on the yeah. tape. We'll take the tape Let's back. Let's take it off the logger tape and yeah. rerun it we'll about it on the 8,000 times. Did you hear that? Yeah. Put it on the oscilloscope. I was in my car. I was screaming at that man at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Enough already. Stop. Now, I, now, then I understood immediately why he told me when he came in early Saturday, turn it off at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Don't listen. Absolutely. He played that thing. Over and 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 over. Yeah, the engineers here on overtime over the weekend with the equipment. That's what I heard. Are you serious? I believe it. The man is obsessed. They run a voice print. I mean, at least I've admitted to being obsessed. And I get obsessed briefly, like with the Joey Reynolds song and what else was I obsessed with? Donald with that thing for a little while. But, you know, life goes on. It's a moving, evolving process. Right. But with Stan, he becomes obsessed, and he's obsessed for life. <laughs> oh, that was Don. Did you hear that? Did you notice that? Did you hear it? I don't care if he cuts his hair off at the neck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who cares already? And if he is listening, what difference does it make? Why is he so obsessed with superstars? What is that goofy thing? No, he really is. He's like, uh, I'm all shook up. I'm shook up from that. It takes so little to get him shook up, you know? And now he's going to come in. He's going to be upset with me. He's going to say we're uh, ragging him again, which we're not. No. We're just trying to cure him of this obsession. Oh, wait till you hear this. One of these uh, little guest letters, you know, where they're trying to peddle a guest. Right. The immediate bestseller, How to Marry the Man of Your Choice by Margaret Kent who has just appeared on Donahue and twice on the CBS Morning. Oh, I mean, are they kidding or what? <laughs> so if you want to hear Margaret Kent, I'm sure she'll be on Sandy, let's see, during the week of September 26th, which, or October 26th. Okay, so mark that on your calendar. You can be sure she'll be on with Sandy. Mm -hmm. Who, uh, For those of you who are obsessed with bilingualism, by the way, Sandy, you can still catch about 40 minutes. She's doing her 600th show this year, and it's only early October on bilingualism. <laughs> yeah. Sugar cookies, Michael. Should we speak English in oh, Florida? Oh, boy. Big question. On that station, does it make a difference? You can't, you can't hear that station anyway. They're like <laughs> off the air. In any language. Adios, arrivederci. It used to sound like it was a blanket, you know, over the speaker. Oh, look at this. Now it sounds like there's a wall. I wonder what this is. It says it's a little sign, and it says size 30 inches. 
It says, I just thought this might improve Stan's chances at the Broward Mall. Barbara in Miramar. Thank you, Barbara. I don't think anything would improve his chances <laughs> at the Broward Mall. But he's, uh, he's made a tremendous recovery, and as I said, he's got a startling announcement coming up at 2. Okay. If you say so. Oh, well, you ought to, got to read this. I'm not going to read it on the air, but this is just incredible. You're beat. They shut you up. Small wonder that Ed Cohen, Bill Cosper, Linda Thornton, Bob Lasseter, and others have turned against you. <laughs> yep. We and saw. The, next, the next rating book will verify. It's always the next book yeah. that's going to be the disaster. You know, they've been saying that for nine years. Who's that be the from? Next... Is that from Dennis Collins, that card? No, I think it was from Joey. <laughs> it was swishful thinking. Okay, just before we take our break, we've got a mobile caller, and this ought to be really good. Hello. Hello. See, I told you. Yes, sir. Uh, I had to tell you this. My son plays football for Plantation, uh, the PAL League. Saturday night, the, the halftime routine, the cheerleaders are out on the field. Yeah. And what song do they do their routine to? I be Ella. Oh, no. I about fell out of the bleachers. I looked around for you, but I didn't see you were there. Oh, no, they won't let me into those games. Now, but I had to call and tell you that. I just couldn't believe it. Fantastic. Okay. I was. Uh, I told you that was going to be a good call, didn't I? You were right. Didn't As I predict usual. it right on the nose? As, As usual, usual, I was right on target. Yo, Jay! <laughs> Wait! <laughs> Interesting letter, by the way, in the mail, just before we take the break that we keep threatening to take. Don't uh, panic. <laughs> Dear Master R, I watched Stand By Me on HBO Saturday night. You have refused to let the bird give an objective movie review. Oh, I've refused to give you... How many chances have I given you over the last 16 weeks? Even though we both know he's not a bird, but rather one of the leeches on River Phoenix's body. I thoroughly enjoyed the flick, but they stole most of your material. I heard the words douchebag and lardass, and even heard the song by Benny King called Stand By Me as the credits roll. If I were you, I would be hotter than one of those roasted marshmallows they were uh, attempting around the campfire. I taped the movie and replayed the leech scene. River Phoenix has an acorn for a phallus, but Will Wheaton has a semi-truck. What kind of a sick letter is this? I know this because I pressed the pause button during that scene and my VCR would not respond. It could not freeze the DVDs on my VCR and the leech pulled out enough blood for a three-hour Godfather scene. I now have nightmares about runaway trains, overcooked marshmallows, and bullies, all thanks to you and the bird. <laughs> I trust most of your listening audience saw the show. I hope so. It is a four-star, and the oh. stars of David, a four-star movie. Oh. Mr. Bird is right on target for a change. His purpose has been validated. Keep him until Michael Jackson's next video or three months, whichever comes first. <laughs> Mickey is a mouse. Daffy is a duck. But what is Goofy? Goofy is anybody who doesn't like this movie, period. Great. And, you know, to give you an idea of where is this is coming from, and it's from a fan of the Veal Rogers Fondue Show, by the way. It says, River Lives, Acorn and All. So this is from one of those River Phoenix groupies, that's all. Yeah, this was the appropriate gesture. I saw that was it. Okay, 11.25 at WYNZ. Let's uh, try to butch up a little bit here, all right? And we'll come back after this in the studio. Now, you're not going to believe where uh, I'm going to be eating tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, where? In fact, you have to make the reservation. Well, there's only one place. <laughs> well, there's this old friend of mine. I got home last night. There was a message on the machine, and um supposed to see this guy this week and have dinner. I haven't seen him in 
a dog's age. Didn't I say that in the earlier part yeah, of the show? Well, it bears repeating, time, yeah. yeah. Don't tell me you're going to the melting pot tonight. We can't go there? You're more than welcome to. Well, I don't know, but I insist on paying. Now. I insist I will not take any more freebies there. I can't handle that. All right. Okay? Sure. I insist. Okay. Although after last night... At Pompano, yes, yeah. that wasn't too bad. Don't anyone go to the track with this man? <laughs> I never cashed so many winning tickets. Nonetheless, the bulge in my left pocket got smaller and smaller and smaller. What is that bulge in your left? Oh, the shirt pocket. I thought yeah. you meant your bulge in your pants pocket. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that kept getting smaller too. But uh, that was another story. Look, I picked eight million winners. Can I help it if they all paid two forty or two sixty? I can't help that, can uh, I? And we got touted on two horses by these pain in the ass people in the crowd. Did either one of them come in? No. No, no. no. I should have stuck with the man that won nine hundred. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I won nine hundred a caller today and eighty five hundred yesterday and oh boy, am I a genius. <laughs> all right, well now we're gonna need lunch, aren't we? We? All of us. <laughs> oh, are you gonna run out of here again now? Are you going to... I just came to piss off the bird, actually. <laughs> Watch yourself. Can't say off. Now, what is this? Another uh, Yiddish word? Zeta. Oh, yeah, Zeta 94.9. <laughs> Means grandfather. Very good. And Bubba? Bubba. Bubba Smith used to play for Michigan State. He did. Oh, yeah. Hello, Let's Bubba. do a little sports here with a bird. <laughs> that could be a new feature on this show every day. Okay, well, keep Dave occupied because he's going to say a lot of dirty things today, obviously. Uh, Santa here. Oh, you haven't seen Santa? Nah, oh, wait a minute. Let me have uh, Santa for just one second. May I? We actually have new uh, batteries for Santa to keep him busy. Santa, come on. <laughs> hey, take Terrible. a hike, Santa. Okay, that's enough. Don't exert yourself, Santa. Come on. Save it for Christmas or you'll... Uh... I think he munged on himself. I think so, yeah. Okay, anyway, if there's, uh, who are we going to get lunch today, do you think? We? <laughs> what does that mean, uh, we? Uh, You're always throwing we in there when it's not appropriate. Now, today when I'm trying to dig up a little food for you, and I've never seen you pass up a meal, ever. Have you seen him pass up a meal? Mm, yes. What? He passed up the brick oven pizzas. You did? No, he, listen, if he wasn't eating it in here, he was pouting and eating it in the other room. He's never passed up brick oven. I'm just giving you grief. But we do need some lunch in here today because we have a superstar that came in to um, be a guest. Let's take a call from Miami. Hello. Hello, Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. How are you today? Great. Hey, listen, we were wondering if maybe you'd play a little dialogue from Jeff Stryker's movie. From Jeff Stryker. Now, are you another one of those desperate queens, sir? No, uh, no, I haven't even seen the movie, so we thought maybe we'd hear the dialogue before we see the movie. You, ha you haven't seen the movie yet? No. This dialogue is pretty hard to follow. All right, well, I want you to listen carefully and see what you get out of this, all right? Okay, sir, you say what? How many springs do you give it? Uh, I don't know. He seems to be agreeing with someone a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he likes to be agreeable, yeah. Limited vocabulary. I give it four springs. Four springs. I yeah. don't know. That's, I don't know. How about his theme song? Or is it four play or four springs? 
uh, you know, play a theme. We're going to be playing Bigger Than Life a little later on. We don't like to do it too much at once because the audience gets very excited. Yeah, you're right. I'm sweating here. Are you really? I believe it. <laughs> Sounds like it. We can hear the uh, perspiration dripping through the phone. Or at least we hope we hope it's perspiration, sir. Yeah. What does he look like, actually? I really haven't had a chance to... You're already in a cold sweat, and you don't even know what he looks like? Uh, I, I, I've, I've yeah, heard, he, looks, you know. he looks like a greasy kid with a, uh, you know, gigantic uh, smile. He's, he's, not, he's not as he, good as... Are you talking about me? No, Jeff Stryker. Oh. That's what I've heard, that he's got, like, a big smile, but I haven't heard, you know, I really don't even know what color hair he has or anything. You know, it's like, he uh, has black hair. Black hair. On his head. Any other features we should jot down? <laughs> <laughs> Any, which movie do you recommend, by the way? Bigger than life. Uh, okay. Trust me. <laughs> It'll leave a lasting impression on your body, sir. Would it? Yep. Mm. Bigger than life. Yep. Now, what is what is it that you find so humorous about? The bird is in a I uh, state of... I love him asking you these questions. And you love who? Jeff Stryker? No, this guy asking you these questions. And he's never even seen it. You know? <laughs> and you just sort of... Well, you talk about tiptoe around <laughs> every day. It's just it's, real. It's kind of hard well, you to have to tiptoe I mean, you around that. You don't want to step on it. What's that? Where do you go see this? I mean, is it playing like at the... No, you have to go to your nearest video store, and I'm sure in Dade, because in Broward, you know, all of these have been confiscated, because Nick Navarro uh, wants to make sure he sees all of them, you know, first. And he hasn't gotten to these yet? Oh, I'm sure he has, but he wants to see them a second and third time, just to make sure that he can determine our community standards, you know. One, go to a video store and just ask for bigger than life. I mean, won't they look at you funny? No. They would smile. They'd probably break out laughing. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed. And if they start making noises... Oh, yeah. Yeah, if they start, if they start quoting some of the dialogue from the movie, I would run out of the store immediately, okay? I don't know. My mom would probably not like it. She, oh, she'd probably like it a lot, believe me. How, how old is your mom? Um, uh, 35. Oh, yeah, your mom would like it. What do you mean, 35? How old are you? 18. 18? Boy, a child bride, oh, huh? Geez, yeah. Wow. What do you mean by the skin of his teeth? Well, he's just barely old enough. <laughs> you mean to see the movie? Uh-huh. Well, that's okay. All right. It would leave a lasting impression, believe me. Mm, you and your mom can watch it together. Well, do they have females in it? Do they have what? Females in it? No. Oh. Okay. He has a new one, though, uh, that's got everybody in it. Yeah, the big switch. The big switch. <laughs> like that. Yeah, the big switch. is on or something. The electrical? Big switch? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, good luck to you, sir. This call is, uh, you know, <laughs> our transmitter is starting to try to uh, self-destruct, but good luck. Okay, well, thanks a lot. Okay, and good luck to your mom, too. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you got a pretty cozy relationship there, doesn't it? Just a yeah. curious guy. Yeah, 18-year-old guy, 35-year-old mom. They're watching porno flicks together in their VCR in the privacy of their den, you know. Boy, the 80s are really something, aren't they? <laughs> they really are. And that, of course, used to be our demographic, the 80s. At Cemetery Village. All right, I'm drooling over this girl here. Who is she? That's Jill. That's Jill. Jill? Yeah. Where's Michelle? Michelle. I don't think we have any pictures of Michelle. Here. Michelle is very nice, but oh. Jill is uh, great. Yeah. Uh, Jill's a little young for you, Dave. Jill is 15. That's okay. <laughs> Who's that uh, guy with her? It's her brother. It's her oh, brother, okay. so that meaningless. It says on the back of the picture. And by the way, the pictures of Rob from Winn-Dixie, uh, some people just don't photograph well. That's a, Those are horrible pictures, I must say. Because he is a very sensational. How do I say this without getting him upset? He won't get upset. He wrote. He wrote me a nice little note. Isn't he in school? Right now, I hope so. Either that or he's playing hooky. He and Jill are uh, doing 
horrendous thing. <laughs> safely, though, they're doing them safely, which is all that counts. So Dave is going to tell us about his lo uh, love life a little later on in the show, which ought to take up, what, about 20 seconds? Exactly. See, we don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. You should have no problems. You should be able to go out. Nah, there are a few things going on, but oh, I don't a few think things going mentioned on. over there. Yeah. Well, we're not looking for explicit details when you say a few things going on. Well, I don't on. think she'd appreciate it. Oh, but, <laughs> but there is something going on. Yeah, a little okay, something. Okay, a little yeah, something. Yeah. Well, we don't care. A little something, a big something. That's not what's An important. Old something. Uh... Oh, really? <laughs> we're back to that again, huh? Okay, The Old Flame. We ought to play that by Elvis. What's the name of that record? His latest flame? I think so. I think that's the name of it. Don't, you don't know anything about Elvis either, right? We've, every category we come to, um, he doesn't know anything about it, whether it's sports, movies, no question about it. The man knows absolutely <laughs> nothing about movies. But, of course, The Godfather was... Now, part two was on, what, Friday night or Saturday? Saturday, I think. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later, they're going to come up with, with the uh, long... With the one where they got like a melange mm -hmm. among there, where they kind of put it all together. Yeah, that already ran. Which I've already got. Yeah. Oh, it did run? I've already got see. that, but the dub is not good. You know, when you dub off of um, cable, yeah. you get a much better quality right. than when you make a dub mm -hmm. off of another tape. There's no sure. question about that, oh, for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, Coppola put it all together chronologically years ago, back when he was uh, working on Apocalypse Now. I obviously know nothing about movies, and uh, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm so ran, glad you agreed with us. Yes, whole thing ran on NBC, in order. Now, actually, what I'm talking about is the one where they had taken all of the clips out. They had uh, all the um, outtakes. Yes. I no, not the outtakes. No. no, not the outtakes. Now, what are where they had about? edited the movie. In other words, it was about yes. like a seven and a half hour movie. Yes, and it ran on NBC. The whole thing. Yes, from beginning to end. And it took about two or three nights. Yeah. Wow, this was. I remember that now. Early eighties, I would say. Yeah. Did you see The Godfather? No. Did I, I we already see. asked you that, didn't we? No. no, that was The Exorcist. Oh, have you seen anything? We don't want to ask about Stand By Me. We're afraid. I did you see yes. Strikers in the movie? Yeah. I'll bet you did. No wonder he can't find a girlfriend, you know? He keeps uh, hanging out with these nasty videos. You did not see Stand By Me? I did see Stand By Me. Okay, here comes... Wait a minute. I think we've got a tie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, that pulls over. Here comes the tie-breaking vote. Can't wait. Right now. I give it two stars. Good. Fair. Well, that's not a negative vote. No, but it's <laughs> even though you're breathing heavily, that's probably because you're just something worth seeing, I guess. Yeah. All right. Oh boy. <laughs> I guess you can come back now. <laughs> can he come back now that he said that? <laughs> that? That's a good start, a good step in the yeah. right direction. Now, if we get a good lunch coming in here, uh, it's 22 till noon at WINZ. Now we're not going to take a break. I'm just mentioning the time because there's no hint of any lunch arriving, and we usually never strike out. Well, you know what we could do? We. We? Yeah. We could... Uh, Moi? We could send Dave out to get it and bring it back. To get it. Yeah. Or we could send him out. No, that would be good. <laughs> Come on. We know you have a busy schedule, Dave. Rick Oven is very, very close. Right around the... You know, very... It's like in the neighborhood. Yeah. Or... <laughs> well, we'll see. 
Maybe somebody will announce momentarily that someone is bringing lunch by. Doesn't that usually happen when we beg for food on the air? <laughs> often. Very often, yeah. yeah. And we're not going to lose our clout, are we? I mean, we're still number um, no. one half. Yeah. In spite of what that card said, that it's imminent, you know. All these people who have abandoned the... Oh, uh, the ship is sinking again. The ship is sinking. You know, that bitchy old host. <laughs> the good ship radio. That's the word in the atrium, by the way. The bitchy old... The word isn't a host that goes in there, but I don't want <laughs> to get them upset. That's true. That's what they call me now in the atrium. All my good friends up and down the atrium. What have I done to them? We fed them more food, you know? Oh, I know. Haven't we fed them? Over. Tons of food. Over. But they over. still turn on you, boy. All you got to do is turn your back and you feel those except when claws. Except when there's food in yeah, there. Yeah, then all of a sudden they love you. <laughs> they befriend you. Can't get rid of them. Yeah. Well, you don't eat that much here, but when you go to the melting pot, God, he goes on and on. You can see him eat. I've seen him eat plenty. <laughs> the whole world is turning on me, ladies and gentlemen. Now, how much do you eat in that place? I mean, everything is great, but in terms of the bulk, the amount of food you eat, you don't eat a ton of food. Nah, it's just it's very filling, I guess. It is filling. I didn't eat anything else. I went to bed, didn't eat anything, and uh, this morning I had that mung sandwich that I threw out, which is why we're in desperate need of lunch now, right? Desperate. Let's see how we can humiliate, how low we can go in terms of begging, getting on our hands and knees. No shame. You know what would be great? Like some spaghetti and meatballs from Nicola's, maybe. Doesn't that sound good? Now, that's real close. Yeah. You even know where that is. The two of you could go together. Leave me the hell alone for five minutes. No, wouldn't that be good? Does that sound good? Because I'll even buy it. I know that everybody out there thinks that we thrive on freebies. And I also noticed that you were paying no attention to anything you're saying. you're you fiddling say. with that damn mail again. You fiddle with that mail. All we need to get you is a bow and a Stradivarius, man, and you'd have it made. I heard every the word fiddler. you said. Ask me any Let's question. forget about the bird. Let's just call him the fiddler from now on, okay? Because he fiddles with everything. He fiddles with my mail. He fiddles with his mail, and God only knows what else he fiddles with, but that's uh, for him to tell us a little later on in the show, of course. No, does that sound good or what? Yeah. Some Italian, like some baked ziti and some spaghetti and meatballs. Veal and, Parmesan. Uh, some or... Veal Parmesan. Sounds good, excellent. Yeah. I still got some in my freezer from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I'll tell you, when that marinara sauce started dripping all over Stan. And, of course, last night, now you don't have to humiliate me, but I must confess, I was so embarrassed, I had more mustard sauce on my shirt. <laughs> I have never gone anywhere in pubic uh, looking like that, okay? I mean, I can be fairly sloppy, like most days, but, I mean, that was just embarrassing. Yeah, I was a little, little embarrassed, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I noticed you kept looking straight down at the floor. <laughs> He's holding the program over his mustard stain. I was. It was good to have the program at the track because you can hold it up and cover your shirt up. <laughs> Why do you think they give it to you? Yeah, and I kept going, oh, yeah, hi, Alan, how are you? And holding it up, like, uh, to my neck. But uh, it, it's all right. They still love me over there at Pompano. In fact, next Thursday night, I forgot, but we have some special station thing going on. Right. And we're going to be in the winner's circle giving a trophy away to the winner of the feature race. Oh, and uh, so I'm sure we'll get dinner there Thursday. Good. Does that sound good? Great, yeah. Yeah. He's always ready for a free meal and, uh, you know, some <laughs> losing a few tickets. Now, you didn't really lose that much last night. Uh, no, about 50 bucks. Yeah. No. 40 See how they're exaggerated. 60, 60, 60. I don't know. I lost count. It's 11, very trying Monday, ladies and gentlemen. It's 11.43 at WYNZ. Why don't we take our last break? 
And then when we come back, maybe these very patient people who've been waiting on hold, we'll go to them. Now, most of them certainly have hung up already, but we'll give it a shot. Hi, this is Neil Rogers, and if you're a regular listener, you've heard me tell you about how Dr. Harvey Rosa of Hallandale, B5 WYNZ. Let's um, do a little something different here, okay? On the speakerphone. Ooh. You know the number by heart? No, I'm going to call. Oh, oh, I can't okay. call information, can I? How do we do this? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, we can do it. Just a minute. Did that go through, you think? I don't think so. Yes, it did. Now, see, what happens is that they force us to call long distance. For information, which probably is like two bucks okay. to call. Oh, uh, yeah, for uh, Pembroke Pines. Yes. For Nicola's. N-I-C-O-L-A apostrophe S on um, Taft Street. Thank you. This cost Number me. is 433. Thank you so much. <laughs> that cost a quarter, by the way. So uh, Really? I'll take that up. To now, you. how do I dial that? With a one. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I'll teach them. We'll build them up a bill the likes of which they never saw. But these are Broward lines. No, they're not. 624 oh. is not a Broward line. You're dreaming. We're well, sorry. It is not necessary to dial... No, it's a day number, but it's, uh, it's not necessary to dial a one. Right. That thought just came into my mind even now as we were speaking. Okay, now you got to place the order. I Wait, do. Let's write it down I don't first. know what you want. All right. Can you write it down? If I give you a pen, do you think you can handle that? By the way, for those of you in the listing audience, we're busy ordering lunch, so just bug off. You know what I'm saying? Like, just calm down, relax, so we'll get back to you when we feel like it. Okay, I want uh, spaghetti and meatballs. That sounds good. Two of those. Two spaghetti and meatballs. Yes. Because Dave is very impressionable and anything, uh, that, you know. And you, sir? What would you like? Little Hearts Mountain, perhaps? You know what you want? No. Well, are you going to make up your mind? I mean, uh, I want to dial this up sometime before 2 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Lasagna. Lasagna sounds excellent. Yes, Very good sir. choice. Excellent. Boy, have you ever seen a sparrow eating lasagna? <laughs> I spell it like Michael Jackson, by the way. I can't, Do you really? Yeah. With a Z. Yeah. <laughs> With two Zs. L-I-Z-Z-A-N-A. Lasagna. Something for Bob? Does Bob want anything from... Uh... Small, oh, yeah. Small what? pizza. Small pizza? What is that supposed to mean? What like with that? claws? What is it? Meatballs. Meatballs what? Hogan. Meatballs. <laughs> Listen, we can't help you with your sex life, but I mean, if there's something that you want to eat, you know, this is his first day up there, and right away he's like, uh, I know. Mr. Mung, you know what I'm saying? I mean, is there something? Spaghetti and meatballs? Okay. That's so three spaghetti and meatballs. And a uh, lasagna. L I Z Z. <laughs> okay, now do you think you can handle this? And you're going to pick it up? You and Dave can go get it together. Is that a good idea? It's right up the street. I know. I think one of us could handle that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you should go with him and uh, bring it back. Work things out. No gas in my car. You'll go in his car. You'll direct him. You're loaded with gas. He's got at least 50 cents left from the track. <laughs> Will you stop with that thing already, please? This is agitating. The fact that we superstars have to order lunch and pay for it. Of course, I'm, I'm used to paying for it. This airtime is obviously very valuable. <laughs> Hello? Oh. Hi. Hi. Like to order... Uh, oh, don't you want to tell her we're on the air? Oh, we're on the air. 
on WINZ. So don't say any dirty words. We're on WINZ. Hi. Hi. We want to order lunch, okay? Okay. Three spaghetti and meatballs. Three spaghetti and meatballs. I just love the way he does And one lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> one lasagna. One lasagna. Okay, three spaghetti meatballs and one lasagna. Does she know who this is? It's for Neil Rogers. Okay. Oh, that did it. <laughs> They're going to put something a little extra in there now. We'll pick it up in about 20 minutes or so. Okay. Well, is it going to be ready in 20 minutes? About 15, 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah, great. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Yeah, she's nice. She's one of my paisans up there at Nicola's. Did you just drop all my pictures on? Okay, let's take some of these calls because these people are probably really uh, very upset. Fort Lauderdale, hello. See, there's nobody there. They're all gone. Who the hell are we kidding? Really? North Miami Beach, hello. Hello. Oh, boy. Here's a really desperate caller. Thank you so much for holding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Jeff. Relax. Oh, yeah. Okay. Miami, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, get out the Carl Hines album read it. What? He's got a speakerphone. Hines an uh, uh, album. Album. Album, article, whatever he does. The Carl Hyacin album. Yeah. What, get it out and read it? <laughs> yeah, get it out and read it. Get it out and stick it, will you? Oh, boy, this is terrific. The Carl Hyacin album. Get out the Carl Hyacin album. Boy, these people, not only did some of them stay on hold, but they went to pieces during the ordering of lunch. They just went into shock. You can see why he stayed on hold all that time. Yeah. Obviously got a full and rich life. <laughs> Haven't we heard from the uh, Veal Parmesan twins today, Bob? No? Well, tell them we'll put them right on if they call. <laughs> Boy, would I love for that mung-brained uh, Jamie to call there. Those guys are the biggest two assholes that ever came down the bike. And we have a witness here to that statement, wow. too. That's why I've been waiting to invite him to call. Because he'll deny that, too. You notice how he oh. denies everything? Like he denied ripping Stan that day, and then when uh, we got him on, on the witness stand, and he had to admit that he said it. I want to share uh, my wife and my sister and uh, my mother-in-law with you, Stan. I want them all sitting in your chair. Oh, come on. God almighty. Well, it's pro he probably has an excuse, though. Their business is in Hallandale. So doesn't that give him an excuse right up front? Well, it gives you something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Miami, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Great. Listen, uh, I want to ask you a favor. Speak up. Play that song by Vanna White. Vanna. Yeah, and one more thing, uh, since we have a lot of uh, you have a lot of uh, Latin listeners, you know, give us a chance to uh, call that bird, Mr. Bird El Pajaro. Ooh, I don't know if I can let that go on the air. Is that a, a bad word? No, no, it means bird in Spanish. Really? Yeah, because you know, since you have a lot of Spanish listeners, we Boy, just, you the know, bird is right on top of him today. Look at that, he's got the cart. What did you say? Pajaro. What? El Pajaro. As you, the bird, right? Like a, like a parrot. Oh. Yeah. No, a bird, pajaro means bird. Oh. Like, uh, pinga. Doesn't that mean bird in uh, Spanish? Uh, does it look like one? <laughs> as, in, as in give you the bird? Yeah, but just bird means pajaro. Okay. And um, one more thing. Boy, it's too bad this is not a Sandy show today. A little bilingual lesson. What's that? That song you always play by Illing. It's called Ellie, not Illing. No. No. Elling? No, no, that song by uh, the Run DMC. Yeah. It's L.A. You be L.A. You be L.A. Yeah. Yeah. That's called the Earthquake song. Yeah, the Earthquake, right, right. Okay, we got Vanna coming up in just a second, sir. Buenos dias, and uh, don't forget, Carroyo. <laughs> See you later. Okay, we got a caller on a mobile phone that we'll put on before we do that, because the mobile people always uh, take precedence, and generally they're morons. Hello. Thanks, Neil. 
Not this one, though. This is a real caller. Yeah, this is a real caller. Okay. I just wanted to tinkle for a little while. I just, I've been a long-time listener, and I agree with Glenn when he referred to you as just a crack-up that you just can't stop laughing. I think he said that when you were away on vacation, that you, uh, that whenever he's around you, he just falls apart. And I feel or the not. same way. You're just fabulous. Amen. Amen. See someone who understands. Thank you, sir. Oh, by the way, uh, by the way, I want to. I just want last week to tell you about a Thai restaurant in Hialeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's called the House of Siam. It's on 84th Street, and mm. it is really, really good. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Best mobile caller we've ever had on this show. And he likes Thai food too. Yeah. So, uh, and he's going to go in and tie one on right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Which might be a good idea for you, because we've been looking. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. Got to get on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Ovana, pick me a letter. Bankrupt? What do you mean, bankrupt? I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at Passage Jack again. Won't throw in the towel. Still, I buy your vowels. Ovana, pick me a letter. Hey, man. What do you mean there's no F in phone? Vanna pick me a letter, no one does it any better. I dream about you. Hey Vanna, is that an all over ten or what? Vanna, I don't understand why you make a hundred grand. Not for me to say. Anyway, get me a ticket for an airplane. Gonna be on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win, spin the wheel again. Oh Vanna, pick me a letter. Go Vanna! Play the home game. Got me a ticket for an aeroplane. Alright, I'm on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just love that sound. I'm in the bonus round. Hey, Vanna, pick me a letter. Lose a turn. Hey, Pat, lose this. Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. Alright, that is an all over ten. Vanna, I don't mean to stare, but are you wearing underwear? Not for me to say. Much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at that Jack again. Won't throw in the towel till I buy your vowel. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Please, Vanna, pick me a letter. All right, I'm ready to pick, baby. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, A, J, K, L, M, O, P, Q, R, T, V, W, X, Y, Z. Thanks for covering, huh? All right, I'll take the sofa, the blender, the microwave, the refrigerator. Hey, man. For a black and white five-inch portable TV set, you got ripped off, man. My brother and uncle get it for you wholesale. Give me the money and I'll buy the TV set, man. All right. On Soviet people's television. It's a beautiful day for a communist, unless you're on the KGB list. You will do time. In a salt mine, you will do slave labor. Hello, boys and girls. This is Mr. Rogers. Welcome to my neighborhood scheme. Oh, I'll bet that's my Russian postman, Comrade McFeely. They're coming. You know, he's kind of a funny postman. Sure. Not only does he deliver my mail, he likes to open it, too. I guess he's just kind of curious. Sure. 
Fred Rogers? Oh, hi, Mr. Secret Policeman. Pleased to be calling with me. But why? Can you say crimes against state? I think so. Can you say CIA spy? Oh, sure. Come on, let's go. A dose for down your voice and girl. Pleased to be watching Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Live from Siberia for next 20 years. <laughs> Okay. By the way, this show has been uh, different today. It's been interesting. But if there's one thing that's been missing this morning, I just feel like uh, we're insufficient. Like we have uh, left something out this morning. Now I feel lots better. Listen, our uh, feathered friends here in the building are going out to bring back lunch. And as a result, when we come back following the news break, I may be here all by myself for just a few minutes. So those who really want to capitalize on that and cash in, a chance to speak to a superstar who cashed 25 tickets at Pompano last <laughs> night and lost his house, his car, everything. Uh, we do have a couple of lines open in Dade where some impatient morons hung up. You know, if they would have hung around long enough, they would have gotten their just desserts. Indeed, 624-9400, Broward 524-9400. Mike Wolf is reading uh, right now the local news section of the Herald, trying to come up with some good headlines for the next newscast here. Then we go to CBS at the top of the hour for the World of National News, minus the McLaughlin Piven spot in position one. Are you following that now? We'll come back at 12.06. WYNZ lunch is on the way. And if Glenn and Dave happen to be listening just by accident, uh, make sure that you get tons of Parmesan cheese, or as somebody I know would say, Parmesan, uh, to bring back with the spaghetti. Otherwise, it's uh, forget it. I mean, nobody's going to eat spaghetti without Parmesan cheese, right? I mean, like tons of it. Now, I figure since I'm going to go get my body wrapped on Wednesday, I might as well have, you know, six or seven good meals today and get prepared for it. Okay, let's go back to the call. Somebody in the day did drop off there. 624-9400. We'll start this hour and cross our fingers in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. This uh Mr. Rogers. This is uh, his uh, highness, yes. His neighborhood, right? Yeah, his neighborhood ski. <laughs> oh, so when I never heard that Harold, that's new or that, that Miami Herald. Well, you, you are so slow. You're so slow. That's, that's old stuff. You know, we just bring it back to pacify a couple of people in the audience. Hey, but it always, always works, right? It never gets old. Right. <laughs> so, um, you're waiting for lunch, huh? And you didn't invite me? It's cool. Correct. I can handle it. Correct. You can handle it? Yeah, I'm into rejection. It sounds like you're in the process of handling it right now, sir. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. As a matter so of fact. Everyone no, it's very, it's very calm and peaceful now, and I'm just curious as to what the dialogue is between Dave and Glenn in Dave's car as they head up Palm Avenue toward Nicola's. Because I tell you uh, what you could do, you could get there's a lot of tension. Microphone in for Miami Vice, and then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you wait a minute? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That was Don. Uh. I'd recognize it anywhere. Why don't you ever play that tape anymore? That was the only reason I listened to the show. It wasn't on the air, but I heard it in my head. I heard this voice, and I know it was Don. Yeah? Oh, maybe it was a psychic projection. Did you, did you notice that? Wait a minute. That was Don. 
I'm positive. And I'm going to uh, sign over my next 10 years paycheck if Don will call in right now to my favorite charity, okay? Neil, are you, are you you're losing me? No, well, that's good. No, this is a soap opera. This whole station's a soap opera, and if you don't get all the components, you're lost. That's why you must listen nonstop. Well, I would. You can't eat, I sleep. I listen nonstop. I should tape it or something. Well, I, if I had a four-hour tape, I'd barely get to listen to the show. I used to listen all summer. Yeah. It was awesome. I, how are you doing these days? It's still awesome, yeah. Still awesome? Even without you, it's awesome. Without me. I know that's hard to believe, but trust me when I tell you, it's awesome. Is it still? I wish I could still listen. It is so really... awesome. <laughs> I wonder what all those guys who win at Calder are doing. It's Monday and Calder's not open today, and all those guys who win like 10,000 every day out there. They're jumping up the roof. Yeah, they ought to be on the roof. I'm so tired of hearing about all these guys who win and win. If they won so much money, how come they're still uh, working? You know, How come they're not retired living over on Sanibel or somewhere? Eh, they probably Star Island. Dog track. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, I guess we've uh, drained you of all your material. Oh, I have no material. Yeah. I just called to say hi, and, you know, it was, you know. Well, I can't begin to tell you how wonderful it is to hear the sound of your voice. It's been a long time, hasn't it? It really has, and you've done something for me. Well, I hope you I hope you have good luck with that rap, and don't, don't, don't really push it on the pasta. Take it easy. Okay. Just because, you know, you, why put out something that you could do today? Right. All right, tell, tell the bird I said hello. Sure. And I guess I'll talk to you maybe next... Focus or Hanukkah? Yeah, say hi to Aunt Sarah and uh, Emily and Esther and the kids and, uh, you know... And Billy Ray Bob Jr. Give Shloimi a big kiss for us. Okay. See you later. Take care, Neil. I don't have any idea who that was, but we like we like to treat all of our callers like members of this family. Like some big, psychotic family, like on Dallas or something, or like on Knott's Landing. Like the McKenzie's on Knott's Landing. And uh, save the Knott's Landing stuff for Friday, because uh, this Thursday night it's really going to be great when uh, Michelle Lee, this is the night finally when Michelle Lee and Pat Peterson prove that incest is best. That's coming up this Thursday night on Knott's Landing. Coconut Grove, hello. Neil. And I would pay a lot to watch that. Yes. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, I was just wondering if you could play the uh, NFL rap song in honor of the games that went on. Okay, here's our first football caller of the day. I mean, it's afternoon already, and here's our first caller. Obviously, America has really been devastated. What uh, What did you watch yesterday? Uh, I watched the Bear game until yeah. they preempted and went to uh, Washington. Wasn't that embarrassing? I mean, it was such a rout, and uh, they just couldn't handle it anymore, and they went to the St. Louis-Washington game. Right, and we got to listen to Joe Theismann. Wasn't he great? Oh, Keith. He was almost as good as Terry uh, Bradshaw. Hot, hot dog. Yeah, he was really good. And, and of course, uh, you notice Dick Stockton wasn't shilling at all, and neither was Irv Cross. Oh. When uh, Norman Brayman said that they had everything but the Ku Klux Klan in Philly, right. I, I thought that Irv was going to drop the microphone in his uh, trousers or something. He just about went nuts. This is uh, pretty adamant about... Uh, his... pretty, pretty heavy comment, Norm. Pretty heavy, uh... Yeah, I'm going back inside now. You want to retract that? <laughs> yeah, that was it was uh, interesting, and uh, Miami oh. once again comes out on the low end of the short stick. end of the stick. Yeah, I mean, you know, and like I said, when Hank Goldberg says the Dolphins are on the twenty, and I said, hey, they're not the Dolphins. Why are you even saying that? That's exactly. It's right. a joke. The whole thing is a big joke. So now we can be equally mad at both of them, the players for being a bunch of selfish morons who don't care about the fans, and the owners who are trying to pawn off, you know, who are so greedy that they're trying to pawn off this crap on the public and say, hey, this is the National Football League. I mean, who are they kidding? And the networks who, of course, being the total vultures, the worst prostitutes in the history of mankind, who will do anything as long as they can sell it. 
Right, right. And you know the thing, uh, they should have had replacement announcers yesterday. Yeah. I think that would have been, uh, because sometimes it looked like they had replacement technicians running the cameras. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, the whole thing would... What, what, what's going to happen if they get what they want is it's going to be like the NBA where the Lakers are in every year, the Celtics are in every year, and yeah. there's no reason to even watch, you know, you just watch those last few games of the year. And uh, I don't know. By the, end of, by the end of the afternoon, though, you actually knew some of the people that were playing. Which, that, that was frightening, yeah. Right, and they, which is frightening. That's exactly right. So, so I was just wondering if you could play that uh, Super Bowl shuffle. The striker shuffle. Yeah. For all of Jeff's fans. I'd, I'd appreciate it. Okay, you got it. Thanks, Neil. Arrivederci. Drop that ball and grab a sign. We're going to walk a picket line. Striker shuffle, that's the name. Because there ain't going to be no football game. We're the players of the NFL. We go on strike to give the owners hell. We live like kings but feel like slaves. Get a couple hundred grand for just six months' wage. Yeah. The striker shuffle. Uh-huh. Striker shuffle. Want to work four years, save see you later, Jack. I'm off to L.A. for a bigger contract. Gonna buy me a mansion and have some fun. Build a ball-shaped pool, cause I'm a number one. Yeah. So pack up the beds and hitch up the rolls. Gonna move to L.A. cause I'm going for the gold. Rolex, that is. I'll give you a call sometime, you hear? yesterday are thinking of signing Jeff Stryker as tight end for next week's game. And uh, that ought to bring out a tremendous crowd in uh, L.A. Could even cause another seismic tremor in certain parts of the city like West Hollywood. Okay, it's 1217 at WINZ. And speaking of tremors, you asked for it, at least I asked for it, and according to the Herald this morning, so it must be true, the headline on this on the movie page, page 5C, Parks is now ready to sing different tune. We ordinarily would say tune, but uh, obviously it's tune. And it says Atlantic City, New Jersey. This time it'll be the men who parade around in bathing suits and formal attire and do quarter turns before a panel of judges. 
This time it'll be the men who object to being typecast as sex objects because, of course, they are really simply, honestly, just role models for the youth of America. How do you like that? Bert Parks will be the MC. The U.S. Man of the Year pageant will hit the ballroom of the expansive convention center in Atlantic City December 18th with hoofing and skits and plenty of beefcake. This Saturday night, it's the annual Near Miss America pageant. There she is, Near Miss America. Up it comes, my last meal. Join us live at the Atlantic City Airport and watch as 50 of America's most beautiful wide bodies try to land on the same runway. You'll be on the edge of your seat during the exciting forced landing competition. Then it's on to the traditional luggage losing contest. And it all wraps up with a breathtaking sudden decompression showdown. So bring your seat backs to a full and upright position and join us for the annual Near Miss America pageant. Phone ringing in the background while they were playing the national anthem in Seattle. On the, uh, the broadcast, bath phone. On the dolphin broadcast. Oh yeah. Oh, that must have been Rick's direct line to the ivory uh, soap people. Yeah, he's got a direct line into them, and it's been ringing and ringing uh, for years, and nobody ever picks up the phone. That's a problem. Okay, twelve nine. What I want to clean up his act a little bit. Twelve nineteen at WINZ, and we'll come back right after this. There's a remarkable product for pain relief called Therapeutic Mineralize. It's an exclusive deep-cold formula, a penetrating gel that lots of doctors, chiropractors, clinics, and physical therapists now use and recommend. All you do is apply Mineralize where you hurt, and it helps block pain. Just stops it fast, like the minor aches and pains of muscles and joints from arthritis, simple backache, strains, bruises, sprains, and related sports injuries. Only Mineralize combines a clinically and medically proven ingredient in a deep penetrating cool blue mineral gel. No grease, no stain, no unpleasant odor. Apply Mineralize as often as needed and let deep cold pain relief do the rest. You'll feel pain let go. Muscle spasms relax. Then you can start to move and when you move your body does the rest. You'll work, play and sleep better. Instead of taking pills, try Mineralize the Pain Fighter. At your neighborhood pharmacy, Better Health Food stores, Fedco and Freddy's, Eckerd's, Corner Drug Stores, Publix, Walgreens, and Rite Aid. We're 40,000 people reaching out to you with a helping hand of good health care. As a businessman, you know how important health benefits are to your people. They deserve the best health care by the very best doctors and hospitals in the area. But they don't deserve a lot of paperwork. That's why AvMed Health Plan has no claim forms, no deductibles, no hassles of any kind. Just the very best health care, supported by the most helpful people. Simpler is better, which is why AvMed is the most chosen private practice health plan in Florida. So join us. We're doctors and nurses and folks behind the that the 
landlord even loves Neil Rogers. Okay, I think we'll take this call from Boca because uh, Boca is always intriguing. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing today? I told you, just great. All right, great. Listen, I'm in a dilemma. I need some advice, and the only person I can come to is yourself. I'll bet. You're sort of like a, a goddess or, or... A goddess, yeah. Not a goddess. We, I'm, I'm trying to think of the words, but forget... Like a big, fat king, goddess, yeah. King, no. <laughs> the goddess of food. The food <laughs> goddess. Speaking of, it is a food question. Do you happen to know where I can find a Hungarian restaurant or something that serves Hungarian food? Yes. Where, uh... Boy, did I really catch you off guard, didn't I? <laughs> Can you be a little more specific, like a name? I really Well, if you give me a chance, if you calm down a little bit, I mean, is this something, uh, a great moment in your life? Yeah, it's what? a great moment. I met this Hungarian girl uh, over at a mother's house, unexpected, took me by storm. I went out on the first date with her yesterday. Everything's a success. She told me uh, she likes, uh, she likes uh, well, she, of course, she likes Hungarian food. She's from Hungary. And also, uh, which is part of the second two-point question, uh, she likes plays. And I, I've never been into a play like a Shakespeare or something similar to that. That, w that was my second point. If you happen to know a good playhouse, you know, that would, uh, you know, show a good show. That's you know, really nice to go to. All right. Well, let me uh, answer the first part of the question first, okay? Okay. Now, you're way up in Boca. You don't expect me to give you one up there, do you? No, no. Anywhere. Don't matter. Okay. The Hungarian Charta. Charta? I think it's, uh, I don't know how you spell it. C. C H R. C H A R D A, or there's an S in there somewhere, whatever it is. And it's on Biscayne Boulevard, like, like in North Dade, in North Miami. Biscayne and around 140th or 150th, around in there. And uh, believe me, I, I uh, everybody's always had good things to say about it. Okay, that's, that's good enough. Yeah, and they have like Hungarian musicians and the music and the uh, the real authentic thing. She'd just freak out. And as far as uh, plays are concerned, like Parker Playhouse, or that, um, that's totally out of my realm. Now, when the bird brain gets back, that's right up his alley, so I'll be sure to ask him if you keep listening. I'd appreciate it. So I'm sure that you could really, you know, have a great evening, a little dinner at the Charta. And then, uh, you know, we'll find a great place uh, for you to go to a play. Good enough. I got two other comments on sports, if I can, really quick. I think the only people that are probably uh, uh, are happier for, for the strike uh, would probably be the people from Indianapolis. So they ended up winning yesterday, and they won big time. I uh, yeah. had to take in by storm. And who do you like in the uh, baseball playoffs right now? Who would you take for the series? Well, I like the Tigers. I, I hate to say it, but... Uh... You know, in fact, I did pick the Tigers even when they had dropped about four games out and it looked impossible. Toronto did one of the great chokes in the history of baseball yeah, and lost their last seven in a row, which is almost unheard of. And, uh, you know, the Tigers have got the momentum and they're getting great pitching. And, uh, you know, I think it's Detroit all the way with that great weather, with that great weather, too, you know. Yeah. Hey, I got one. I got one. Uh, one comment. My sister's over here bugging me. If you have a chance before the end of the show today, can you play that song that you dedicated to that Sonny Rosenberg? What was it, uh, my boyfriend's back or something like that? Uh, oh, yeah. Please, uh, we, we'd appreciate it immensely as if we don't appreciate what you already did for us. What did I do for you? Gave me some great advice. Oh, yeah, well, I gave you a good restaurant, I'm telling you. Excellent. Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, well, we'll when the bird comes back, we'll see what we can do for you on, uh, you know. Okay, I'll be standing by. Okay, arrivederci. Adios. And stand by me. Well, we're going to Boca again. Two in a row from Boca. Hello. Hi, Neil. Boy, you're just as good as the previous caller. <laughs> I'm a first-time caller. Great. And maybe I have a comment or maybe it's a question. I can't understand all this controversy I hear on the news or reading the paper. Why people protest your show. I think that, I think you're great. You do a terrific job. Yep. You're better than any doctor, any tonic, any medication. Mm -hmm. I'm depressed. All I do is call your or listen to your station. 
I just think well, it's Well, there, there are a lot of people who just can't turn the dial. That's all, who want to be censors and dictate what we can say and what we can do. And I'm just not going to tolerate that. I'm going to keep doing what I've always done. Well, so all they have to do is turn it off. You got it. <laughs> well, listen, it's great talking to you. I love your show. Keep up the great work. You're uh, terrific. Thanks a lot. Okay, Neil. Bye-bye. Boy, two great calls from Boca back-to-back. That's almost enough to make you say, you know, we can't top that. Let's just stop it right now and put on some Hungarian melodies or something, and just enough is enough, because when you reach a certain pinnacle, and haven't you noticed that uh, our feathered friends haven't returned with lunch yet? What is it, 26 past noon? Getting hungry, Bob? Yeah, I can smell that spaghetti already. And, of course, uh, just mounds of Parmesan cheese, as Mr. Ego would say on another station, Parmesan cheese, as he sniffles and uh, smacks his lips and does all kinds of guttural things on the ear. Okay, let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Neil? Good. What's up? Not much. Hey, this is uh, this is Steve. I called you a couple weeks ago with the definition for onomatopoeia. Oh yeah. I remember. This must be our linguistics expert. How you doing, Steve? All right, Neil. How you doing? I got. Uh... I'm doing okay, Steve. How about you? Oh, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, Neil? Okay, dude. What's up? Not much, dude. Okay. Okay. Um, you... well, it's been nice talking to you. <laughs> You got that you uh, were using the word perspicacity. Oh, yeah. Someone who is really sharp and aware. That's right. Someone who can see through all the BS. Someone who can cut through the melange of mung that kind of uh, surrounds our lives. I, I, I get to the substance of your show, Neil. Yeah, that's it. Through substance. That's the substance, that melange of mung. <laughs> and, you know, when you mix that up with some veal parmesan, you put it in the microwave, boy, you really got something. Yeah, you get equals out the bird. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Do you want to know what it means? Can you see Can you see a vulture stuffed with veal parmesan, lightly basted and cooked at 350 in the oven for about two and a half hours? Boy, yeah, now that that sounds really good. When you t- when you look at that, that equals out your uh, morning superstar. Yeah, Arlene. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think uh, I would take about four mounds of mung to equal Arlene, just one cheek, I think. <laughs> so is she yeah. not doing the news anymore? Well, Arlene is going to be a real superstar starting next Monday, I think. Uh, we've got little uh, some new wrinkles in our morning news, as a matter of fact. And uh, can I give you just a little preview? You want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's a little preview of the morning news on WYNZ. <laughs> Six die in earthquake in L.A. Forty-two perish in jet crash. Suicide on the metro rail. Details in 60 seconds. That's a preview of our new uh, format. We want to get everybody in a good mood, you know. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Where'd you come up with that? With what? Hey, listen, we've got it all here. We've got stuff on tape that hasn't been invented yet. We're just waiting for them to invent it so we can play it. Oh, you know that, uh, that, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, striker shuffle? Yeah. I don't like that. That's, that's kind of boring. You should, I Well, somebody wanted to hear it, and the guy's obviously in, uh, withdrawal, pigskin withdrawal. Okay, where where was he calling calling from Boca? No, that was, that was another guy from Boca. That's the guy with the Hungarian girlfriend. After holding on the phone for so long, I start going into a mental lab. Well, they all start melding in together, lies in the melding pot. Actually, I was the next caller, and then and then I got cut off right right, right before the news. What do you mean, before the noon n- news? Yeah, the I, noon I the news? Caller, I guess. Who's your new board op? Board op? Yeah. 
You had a new board up, didn't you? Kyle was gone. Kyle is gone, and Bob Roland is our new engineer. Don't say board up. That's such a demeaning, you know. I'm sorry. I mean, he is only making two and a half bucks an hour, but still, board up is such a demeaning term, you know. Okay, Bob. He's our technical assistant engineer, choreographer, douchebag. Does he also drive trains? No, but he eats a wicked lunch, I'll tell you that. Well, he said he's an engineer, so. See, one thing I'm a little worried about, Kyle is a, uh, like a finicky eater and was very picky, and as a result, when we used to get a lot of free meals in here at noontime, we didn't have to worry about him eating us out of house and home. There was a lot left for everybody else. Bob, on the other hand, uh, can, you know, really put it away. Uh, there's no question about that. Is he like a 200-pounder? No, but he, uh, you know, he hasn't missed many meals lately. There's no question. So we could be in for a lot of trouble. In fact, he and the bird may come to, uh, I was going to say may come to blows at some point, but I'm sure some people in the audience would misinterpret that, and uh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to ruin Bob's image. As far as the bird's concerned... Uh, what is there to protect? Yes, we see the ring, Bob. But there's we no know. image left. We understand. That's always a good uh, front. What's that? <laughs> All right. Um, I forgot why I was calling. Why I'm going to start. You know, I'm going to start wearing a wedding ring. Do you think that would help my image? Uh, of course, I'm going to wear it in my ear, so that might uh, in my right ear, but that might change something. If you wore a wedding ring, that might kill your action. You think so? Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't think there's any to kill, so don't worry about it. Well, listen, have a wonderful life. I'm not so sure I know what we talked about, but it was good for me. Neil, Neil. Yes. Calm down. You're getting ahead of yourself. Was it good for you, Steve? It was great. Okay. I do have the, the reason I did call. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there must have been one. Yeah, the perspicacity. Oh, yes. You wanted to give me the definition of perspicacious. Well, you don't even remember why I called. Okay. Well, it seemed like hours ago. <laughs> okay, it's... um. It's a, a keen mental perception. Right. Like, you say that like you already knew what it meant. I do know what it means. I just already told you moments ago what it means. Did? It means the ability to see through all the BS, to be very perceptive. Oh, I, did, I thought you were just... Uh... I was just yanking your uh, nose, Oh Steve, yeah. That's what it... I was doing when I told you. You think I would use words that I don't know the meaning of? Like Don Webb? <laughs> Come on. Or uh, Glenn get Hill. There, get there you. <laughs> All right, well, if you know it, then, uh, you know it. To know it is to love it. And to love it is to know it. You got it. Listen, have a wonderful day, and the great Sukkus, I'm sure it's coming up almost any day now. Yeah, same to you, too. Thanks a lot. Anyway, bye. bye Well, what a good group of calls we've had today. I don't know what it is. There must be something in the water or in the air. 1232 at WINZ, our next caller. Well, this could break the trend because it's from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, see, I told you, I just knew it. I'm getting, like, psychic lately, like Reverend the Enema. I'm getting really psychic. I just can always tell when there's that Fort Lauderdale thing on. They never speak to us in Fort Lauderdale. Probably because there are a bunch of Nazis on the line over there. You know what I'm saying? Some of those brown shirts, real Nazis in Fort Lauderdale. want to chase all the young kids out and uh, just generally are a bunch of fascist pigs. I think that's uh, that's fair. Oh, is this caller from Fort Lauderdale, too? Hello. It's a lie. I'm not a Nazi. Okay. Good line, sir. How you doing, Rick? How you doing, Neil? Just a joke. Just a joke, Ricky. I'm doing good. Good. Um, I caught Stan's show Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Was he kidding or what about that Don Johnson tape? Wait a minute. Did you notice? Oh, my God. Did you a... notice that? That was Don. Yeah, I noticed that. He must have played it about six times. Six thousand times by actual count. I started counting him at 207. Six thousand times. Last week on his show, he did a good talk of the Tina Turner song. He did real good on that. Excellent. As a matter of fact, Joey only played one record all morning this morning. He stepped on it. I couldn't believe it. Um, also, uh, last Friday uh, during your news break, I switched over to uh, the Isle of Dreams. 
and they're playing that Trivial Pursuit. Oh, that's my favorite. We had two calls on Friday on this show. I know, I heard that. The people that's who listen to that I, show are so stupid, they can't even dial the right number. That's why I tuned in, and you wouldn't believe it. In the background, he drops in a card of a clock ticking. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, that's great. If I read the answer, I was expecting uh, Bud Collier to... <laughs> <laughs> and top it off with... No, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't let's just pass by Bud Collier. Do you know that he was the first radio Superman? Superman? He played Superman on the radio, yes. Yeah, it sure sounded like beat the clock to me. Yeah. And to top it off, I heard one of their uh, traffic reports. Oh, boy. Clarence on Alton Road on the beaches, yeah. Another drop-in with the jet engine starting up. I couldn't believe it. Oh, boy. <laughs> they are really something, aren't they? Wait till this book comes out. They're going to be uh, begging for points. I mean, that Bill McQuig is so nice that it makes me sick. Yeah. You know, thank you for calling, and he uses your first name. Yeah, thank you for being alive, and thank you for even thinking about listening to this joke and all of that stuff, yeah. Um, could you play the NFL picket line shuffle this hour? The picket line shuffle? That's the one where uh, it sounds like the Bears uh, Super Bowl shuffle. Not the one you played. No, no, I know. Not, um, gee, I don't know where the hell that is. We got so much crap here. You know what I'm saying? It's in Stan's rack. Oh, here it is. The picket line shuffle. I just looked up and there it was. Yeah. And you know what it, a couple minutes? You know what it, it? you know what it said on the cart? Stand by me. No. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Okay, I got it right here. We'll talk about it at the water cooler. I know. Hey, did you hear what uh, Tanner did? We pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to make it happen, and he still won't go away. Okay, listen, have a great life, and it's coming up almost momentarily. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You too. Well, they call me Upshaw the Negotiator. I used to be an Oakland Raider. Now, I ain't got no law degree, but the owners don't want to match with me. I ain't no wimp in a pinstripe suit. If they want that, they can call Doug Flutie. I'm not here looking for trouble. I'm just here to do the picket line shuffle. Well, I'm Jack Diamond, the owner's guy, and we ain't gonna compromise. We're making money hand over fist, so we don't care. You guys are... We're millionaires, win or lose, just from the TV revenue. We'll pay with scabs and make a bundle while you're stuck doing the picket line shuffle. We are the stars, and we're on strike. We are the man, go take a hike. Just let us have 400,000, and let the owners have a cow. We know we're not striking for fun. We want free agency for everyone. We're not here to stop no trouble. We're just here to do the picket line shuffle. By the way, you notice it's 24 till 1, and lunch is still not here. Do you think that Dave and the bird have eloped? Do you think they've run off together? Because before they left, Dave said something about uh, killing one bird with two stones. Something like that. Kind of a twist on an old line. Okay, here's our Hungarian uh, dedication today. Step on it, Joey. He went away and you went around. And bothered me every night. I wouldn't go out with you. He said some things that just weren't very nice. 
Johnson should get a haircut. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, pal. Hello. Only if... Hello. Okay. Pardon me? I think that was Don. You notice that? Did you notice that? Yep. That sounded like Johnson, didn't it? Sure did. Isn't that incredible? Absolutely. He said no change. It sounds just like Don Johnson. What do you think, sir? Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. 20 minutes till 1 at WINZ. I bet you he plays that 400 times again today. The man is obsessed. Obsessed. <sighs> Boy, can't we send him out to uh, San Diego with Spindel for some decloning or something out there? Something has got to happen to him. Uh, North Miami or New Mexico. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? I am a first-time caller. Great. Uh, your show is unbelievable. You can say it again. Unbelievable. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, and uh, can I make a request? Hello. Yes. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. Come on, Stan. Come on. Go ahead, sir. Yes, I'd like you to play uh, You'll Be Illing. You'll Be Illing? Yes. Uh, can you explain to us uh, while I'm desperate? I thought we already played that. No, I didn't. Well, I just tuned in. By oh, you just tuned in. You think we're just going to, like, stop the whole show 
and just play it for you, right? But no, I heard you play a couple more requests at um, the uh, Super Bowl Shuffle and all that other crap. No, not, not, the, su not the Super Bowl Shuffle. That was the um, that was the uh, playoff. Yeah. That was the All-Star Game Shuffle, the Pro Bowl Shuffle. <laughs> you know something? This card is, it never stops. It's uh, like on a continuous loop. The one with the Don Johnson it never stops. Really? It's incredible. Well, let me ask you if you ask you if uh, you can interpret what this record means. You'll be illin. I mean, is that uh, common lingo like in Carroll City and in Overtown these days? Uh, Opalaka. Opalaka, that'd be big, huh? Yeah. You'll be illin. Well, they always be illin in Opalaka. And you know they're illin everywhere. It's just that <laughs> attention to it in the. Uh, I'd be illin for lunch right now. It's uh, probably lunch going to show up around three this afternoon. <laughs> so yeah, you're about illin now, huh? Yeah. Well, listen, if we can't play the whole thing, we'll... Uh... Okay. Oh. Wait a minute, listen. There it be. Okay, you have a good day now. Okay, you too. Stay out of Kentucky Fry. Okay. And churches. And Bojangles. How are you? I'm fine. Please? I vote yes. You vote yes. Yes. Don Johnson should get a haircut. The lady said, you're there, smiled, he gave a quarter and an order. More fries. Big Mac. You be L.A. Major announcement. I'm sure this uh, caller is going to, you know, he'll appreciate that we can't play the whole record because we have a major situation going on here. It's the last time we can, um, we just can't do anything in public, can we? What do you mean there's only three dinners? In other words, Bob isn't going to get to eat? Wait, there's only two. We'll, we'll there's share. Wait, well, there's, there's only, only two? two dinners. No, wait, there's two in here. Wait, maybe oh, wait, there's, there's two in four. here. There's four. Yeah, Are right. you sure? Yeah. All right, let's count it. Now, what happened is some so. jackass in the audience. Good. Called up and canceled the whole order. Right. Yep. Someone with obviously a rich and full life. Yeah. Some idiot in this audience called up, canceled the order, and the people at Nicola's were nice enough to um, just give it to us. Just give us all of this. Of the computer. Well, what is in the other bag now? But this. This, this one. Yeah. This is um, probably two more dinners, right? Well, why, why don't we open it, Dave, and find out? Wouldn't that be a good idea? Is it two more dinners? That looks like a lasagna, probably. A little salad. Oh boy. So you see, it really turned out well. Yeah. We yeah. wound up getting free lunch. And Bob's lunch is here. And now listen, just relax a minute. Just uh, fix it. will bring it to you. Just calm down. All you, yeah, uh, there's four he's, No, he's your supervisor. He's in engineering. We have nothing to do with uh, board ops. Now we have no cutlery. He's just been but... demoted to board ops. Now what about in that bag where there are 8,000 knives, forks, and spoons in there? These people panic. No, Little, no, now, did we get some Parmesan cheese? Yes. We did. Did you hear my urgent message? Uh-huh. We got a whole couple. Now what are you guys going to eat? Okay, good. Okay, the audience can rest easy now. Some idiot out there, some misfit, did us a great favor. Look at Max standing there like a Cheshire cat. Isn't that, can you watch us eat? That's a new thing. We invite people to come watch us eat. Remember we were talking about the people mm. that we never see ever? Yeah. 
And all of a sudden, boom, there he is, straight from the FM into your hearts. <laughs> Never see him, ever. No. It's going to be really painful to have to see him every day, isn't it? Anyway, moving right along. Just a joke, Max. Just a joke. Don't uh, read anything into that. Oh, there's my spaghetti. That looks good. My pasta. And tonight, of course, at 8 o'clock, at the Melting Pot in Coral Springs, on Sample Road, just east of Pine Island, I'm going to be going back into the closet at the Melting Pot tonight. This this be good. Well, I haven't even eaten it yet, but I can tell. Is it good? I haven't tried it. Can you oh. pass the Parmesan? Oh, pass the Parmesan, sure, Dave. Hey, listen, uh, no sweat. You know, no problem. Boy, when I invited this guy to come eat with us, he wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't joking about it. He was dead serious. Now, you must admit that we have fed you fairly well. Look at that. He's eating all of the Parmesan cheese. Plenty. Plenty. Yeah. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to take this to the melting pot tonight and put it in fondue. <laughs> Spaghetti fondue. Would that be good or what? Look at the size of these meatballs, will you? Boy, it looks like Lee Gillette was here. <laughs> okay, I think what we'll do... <laughs> try to control yourself. Did you get your food? Okay. See, Bob's happy now. <laughs> yeah. See, now, that, that maniac, John McLaughlin, he wouldn't work this shift, and he doesn't realize he lost all the free food. I know. Of course, he doesn't eat anyway. He's too hyper to eat. He doesn't sit... <laughs> no, seriously, he doesn't sit still long enough. Now, did you guys have a good trip? Are you okay now, you two? I'm very nervous about you. There's something yeah, that about... was, those were tough directions. It's a good thing he came with, yeah. Yeah. See, it's not easy to find. Did he uh, get you there in one piece? Yep. Okay. Didn't molest you or anything in the car? Nope. Okay. What are you laughing about? I'm worried about you. I mean, you're just, uh, you know, unpredictable these days. That's why Anything. we were, Men, why women, we were, children. We were glad it took uh, a long time. To La llamas. Make you nervous. Oh, yeah. I was, no, I said that. I thought you eloped. The two of you, you ran off together with Elvis Jr. and um, Michelle. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. The audience hasn't got any idea what the hell we're talking about and need serious help. You know, serious, serious help. Am I right? Did he play that about 6,000 times or what? So we uh, we have the engineers have the oscilloscope all set up this afternoon for to analyze that tape. We're going to compare it. Uh... They're going to analyze that tape? <laughs> wow. They're waiting. I wonder if they're going to call in Dr. Bendova for a consultation. <laughs> and insert that card just in the right spot. <laughs> oh, that's Don. I'd know that anywhere. <laughs> North Miami, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Good. The lunch is sensational. Yeah, well, I have something to comment on the lunch, but first I want to do a tribute to Stan. Is that all right? Sure. All right, here it is. Hey, pal, that movie Mung by Me, that's strictly Miami Vice material. What do you think there, Tubbs? <laughs> huh? Hey, wait a minute. This sounded like Don, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I just came from Dr. Bendover. I'm still trying to get that card out. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. If he plays it uh, too many more times, Stan is going to have to get that card off. Boy. Stan, what, what is it you say? Unbelievable. You can say that again. I'm telling you. Anyways, uh, I was listening that you said something that you're going to get the body wrapped. Is that true? Yep. Okay, well, i got a suggestion for I'm going to get my know. body wrapped in veal parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> this will definitely help your weight problem. And also that you're being a diabetic. I'm wait, not wait, a diabetic, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it. I just had a brainstorm before you go on. I apologize for interrupting, but I had a great brainstorm. If they surrounded me with Parmesan cheese or like with provolone and sprinkled it with Parmesan, they put me in a microwave, would I be veal par <laughs> Would that make me veal Parmesan? 
Anyway, I could be the real deal. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. I got carried away. Bob, you just got me a little frustrated. Or frustrated. What is the way? There we go. Frustrated, yeah. Perspicacious. There you go. (laughs) Anyhow, this, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's like an Alcott blood testing facility. It's called CX Research. What they do is they test all these foods against your blood. It's like real high technology deal, which I've had done. They check all this, uh, I think it is like 100, 150 foods against your blood cells and tell you which foods you're allergic to Oh yeah. and reactive. So I didn't know if you were interested in doing that. I have a number for them if you'd like to contact them. And I guarantee you that you will lose weight when they find out what foods you are allergic to. Not okay. only that, you'll sleep better, you'll feel better, and sure. it also works good with your low blood sugar. Yeah. And we'll immediately inherit $2 million. And, uh, <laughs> back to, wake right? up one morning young and handsome, and uh, everything will be great. Well, like I said, you know, I just call on in, see if I could help. So I thought if you'd like the number, I will give it to you. Sure. I won't give it on the air, but you can give it to me, and I'll dump it. Go ahead. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Where was he? <laughs> you still there? Where was he? I lost him. Was that you? Hello? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I have a bad memory, you know. <laughs> Anyways, the show is going really great. I thought we'd just try and boost it out with a little bit of... Yeah, a little bit of sound nutrition or something. Yeah, well, like I say, my timing is bad. Uh, right when your lunch comes... No, but, there's, know, uh, listen, there's nothing... There. Wait a minute, now, isn't... Pa- wait a minute, hold it. Isn't pasta supposed to be good for you? Isn't they all talking about pasta and... Uh, Fiber and starch. Yeah. yeah. Nothing in there bad for No, there's you. nothing in here real bad. I mean, a couple of meatballs, but uh, they look familiar. Well, to tell you the truth, now... You, Piece of wood. Yeah, a little wood. I have, read, I have read a lot on this in general, and wheat, they say, slows down your thinking process. Okay, so all the pasta that you're eating contains wheat, a high wheat. amount of wheat. You'd be surprised that weed is one of the biggest allergies among everyone. Oh, I know that. I know that I'm allergic to it because I love pasta, but it makes me, um, <laughs> I feel like mung after I eat it. <laughs> well, like uh, Will Wheaton. If you'd like to look yeah. into it, I thought it might help. If the body like wrap doesn't work, like please Will try this. <laughs> and uh, it just puts a crimp in your lifestyle a little bit as far as eating. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, and you have a nice day. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye-bye. I noticed that you put that back in the bag. You didn't eat hardly any of that. Now, you don't have to eat anymore just to no, please me. No, no. He doesn't eat. I, I left, uh, Oh, you left the meatballs. Meatballs. Oh, uh, Max will take care of that. Leave it for Yeah, me. Max will eat the balls. Oh, yeah. Just leave it. You Ma- want Max will be in. No, Max will be Yeah, in. I'll have your meatballs. You want my ball? Oh, Dave. There you go. Enjoy. Do you think that there's something symbolic about that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to go off into the Stan Major fantasy world now. <laughs> no, I explained that to him right off the bat. Didn't I explain that to you yesterday? Mm-hmm. On the way to the track. I said, you don't have to worry about me. No, I'm not worried. And I, uh, he was trying desperately to get my hand off his leg, but, I, you know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no, you don't eat. You see what I'm saying? Now, that's why he's skinny. Is he skinny or what? Yeah. Yeah. You need to gain another 20 pounds, and you'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, then I would then I would put my hand on your leg. Okay, it's uh, four minutes before one. Can't believe he gave me this offering. I think that there's some something Freudian in there, don't you? Well, you go ahead and think that. Encourage it a little bit. You're supposed to encourage, make me, uh, you know, have hope. Where there's life, there's hope. Or as some of us say, where there's life, there's grope. 
Hollywood, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Neil. What a great voice. Are you telling that before? Hi. You are, Well, you still have the same great voice. Who is this? Um, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Neil. I'm calling about Stan. Oh, boy. <laughs> Call him um, Saturday. I was hyperventilating by the time it was time for him to go off the air. He drove me crazy about Don. Yeah. I mean, Don, who cares? I'm at the point where, you know, if I never hear his name mentioned again... It'll, be, okay. it'll be too soon. You know, I, I thought we had him cured of that, and he went for quite a while, and I convinced him, the whole audience tried desperately to convince him, they're, they don't care, they're burned out. And he's got about five morons out there who keep reinforcing it. You know, every time he does that, he's got these five groupies who call him, Oh, yeah, man, that's episode Friday. You know, and he just, he keeps regressing, he keeps lapsing back into it. I was having such a bad day on, on Saturday, and I thought, well, let me turn on Stan here, and, you know, I'll listen to some good talk. And all I heard was Don this and Don that and that tape. Over. Oh, God, eight billion times. Really? That's why I'm getting the tape warmed up for today, you know. <laughs> like a pitcher warming up in the bullpen. You want to make sure it's ready for a real heavy workout. And please bury it somewhere. Okay. We should hide it. I won't say where. Okay, Neil, I've got something you might be interested in, but off the air, if I could talk to you for a moment. Sure. To give you. Okay, how do I do that? Where is she? Okay, let me uh, put you back on hold. Now, what line is she on? Uh, excuse me for interrupting your lunch. I mean, you know, uh, listen, Bob, it's a tough show. The good time for the good time for the great 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 time for the great great good time for the good time for the great 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 oh those a good time for the great taste. Okay, and while you're at it with that magnum, uh, 108 at W... <laughs> <laughs> just a joke, Donald. Just a joke. They seem to be uh, losing their sense of humor, what little they had left over there, you know? Very little. And he plays that same uh, mystery tape editor thing with the Three Stooges and the uh, scratching of the crotch or whatever that every morning at 10 to 9, every day... That's one station. You don't need to have a watch. You don't need to listen for time checks because if you just hear the bits that they're playing, you know what time of day it is, <laughs> right? But what happened to Neil Rogers Theater? Gone. Gone. Cancelled. Yeah. Poor ratings. Dinner at McDonald's. <laughs> Poor ratings on that show. <laughs> you better believe it. That's usually why things are canceled. Yeah. They're all getting these pledges. Have you noticed that? Are they doing it? They're always getting pledges yeah. for quarter hours. Yeah. They're getting pledges for yeah. listeners. Yeah. How come you don't do that? We just pledge allegiance <laughs> to do our very best, to, Jeff to do our duty. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, some pervert handed me the uh, TV guide, page A31 this week. Close up. Stand by me. 
And if that isn't the dirtiest picture I've ever seen in my life. I mean, look at those two kids. They're uh, getting ready to do something, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, what? Or else just finish one or the other. Look at that. River Phoenix is lighting a cigarette. What does that mean? <laughs> Woo! Doesn't it talk about in there how what an acclaimed An movie? affecting portrait of yeah. the joys, insecurities, and pains of boyhood friendships is drawn in this disgusting... <laughs> Come on. ...directed by Rob Reiner of This Is Spinal Tap fame. Yes. The story recalls the summer of 1959 is told in an extended flashback. I mean extended. Oh, by writer Gordon, Gordy Lachance, Richard Dreyfus. Uh-huh. <laughs> as a 12-year-old and as played by Will Wheaton. Go ahead. Gordy lives qu quietly in a tiny Oregon town. His older brother had been killed in an accident that spring, and his parents have largely ignored Gordy ever since. And if uh, you were as nerdy as Gordy, your parents would ignore you, too. His comfort comes from his three best friends, Chris, River Phoenix, hmm. who came oh, sorry, came from a bad family, <laughs> and everybody knew he'd turn out bad, including Chris, Teddy, Corey Feldman, whose clowning masks deep bitterness, and Vern, Jerry O'Connell, a gullible, chubby, disgusting-looking chatterbox. <laughs> One day, Vern tells the others that he knows where to find the body of a missing boy. Excited by the prospect of doing something to the body and maybe getting their pictures in the paper, the four set out. You notice how we slipped that right in there. The four set out on a 20 to 30 mile trek along railroad tracks. Along the way, they share feelings, spill tears, and other things, and exchange laughs on everything from mothers, Goofy, and a certain girl mouseketeer to the relative strengths of Superman and Mighty Mouse. <laughs> Rated R for strong language. I thought the R was for ridiculous. Uh huh. Let me look up direct here in my... Oh, guide. boy. You can't uh, give the definition. I know. I just want to see what they say it is. Crap, junk, worthless trash. Oh, that's very uh, safe on their part. 99% of the output in any field is dreck. Yeah. <laughs> like put out by horses, cows, and the Miami Herald. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, what do you think? You want to take some more calls? Up to you. I don't get too enthusiastic. Either one of you. I noticed is like uh, the long pause here. <laughs> do we have to go to Fort Lauderdale? Do we no, have we to, have to go to the payphone first. Okay. Pay Can't you envision some poor slob on a payphone here been standing there for ages? I hope he's an Ogis. Are you an Ogis? Hello. Yeah. How you doing, Neil? Good. I've been chilling here for about a half hour. Well, well, you've been chilling and we've been illing, sir. So it all works. It all evens out. It, well, anyway. It all evens out in the end. Know, I'm a first-time caller. Nervous as hell, as you yeah. can probably tell. We can tell. Yeah. Huh? We can <laughs> tell. Now, there's no pressure. There's only about, you know, 80 or 100,000 people listening. Don't panic. Oh, hi, Mom. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just off the turnpike here. I had to go to three pay phones. Apparently, every time I call, uh, they, they keep hanging up on me. Let me ask you a question. Do you know a good pawn shop? I got this necklace. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got a good Latin American cafeteria across the way. Really? Huh? What, is it the Cafeteria Santeria? I think so. I see some cats and dogs hanging outside. That's the one, yeah. But anyway, they call me the doctor. And it's not uh, it's not bend over. It's his cousin Roland. Rolling over. Oh, uh, I get it? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I came here too well because there's a lot of traffic. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm just off the turnpike. But uh, my, anyway... My favorite, my favorite at that uh, cafeteria is the... Uh, is the Persian Parmesan is my favorite. It's very good. Nice atmosphere. Yeah. Very quaint. Quiet if you like that type of, uh, you know, atmosphere. Not yeah. noisy. Service is excellent. 
prices are... But the owner called in yesterday. He said it was a dog-eat-dog -dog business, so... Well, I, I didn't get any doggy bags to go, so I didn't... Okay, now you were saying something, and I interrupted you, and it was very rude of me to do. Oh, I can't, I can't hear anyway, but... Uh, okay, go these ahead. These guys are working on a sign out here, like I said. But uh, anyway, good show. Uh, I don't, I don't want to bore you to death. Well... Say hi to the bird, and I'll be calling again. Thank you so much. Take care. Arrivederci. Uh, Okay, he didn't want to bore us to that, but uh, <laughs> no, he was okay. Come on, give him a break. He's, he's and, nervous. Uh, maybe he will call back with the name of a pawn shop. Are you sure that's real? They insisted. That's what he said, yeah. What else did he say? That you're an asshole. Me oh, only? Not you. You, you and Stan. And Stan together. Not just any ordinary. One, uh, he said one big asshole. All mm. together, both of you. That's rough. That's rough. Pretty rough, Jamie. But I, I don't blame him. You didn't even give a, a thank you. You know, you could at least give him a thank you. He gave me a nice gold necklace, two of them. What so I feel a little sorry did for give him. Did you give him chain? Yeah, he did, just to <laughs> talk about him. Today. How come you didn't thank him? I know, you should have thanked him. Because I wanted him, to get rid of him, don't you understand? I'm not looking for gifts well, from that goofball. Well, I think you have accomplished We're trying your... to get the message across. Well, Leave I us alone. You if you like the show, fine. That doesn't mean we have to, uh, okay. you know, get involved in some deep, meaningful relationship <laughs> with them. Well, then I understand. I think okay. he might be there tonight. He was saying something about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't even kid. <laughs> yeah. We have a new... Uh, Something new on the menu at the melting pot. It's called Jamie Parmesan fondue. Fondue. Put them on little skewers and stick them in that peanut oil. That'll straighten them out. Well, then I, I would say that you've accomplished what you wanted to. Jamie Fingers fondue. Remember Fingers fondue? He was with the mob on the beach, the Meyer Lansky crowd. Oh, Fingers. Fingers fondue. Used to hang out at uh, that big restaurant on 41st Street. Speaking of uh, the beach and hanging out on the... Look at that. There he is. Fingers Motek. <laughs> missed lunch. Knuckles Motek. Who missed... You missed lunch today, Frank. Uh, one of the rare moments in recent radio history that Motek hasn't been in here scrounging. We got some garlic And rolls. devouring. We do have some very nice garlic Frank, rolls. Would you, you like, like to share some, some of these, please? Yeah, I heard you ordering lunch, but... Uh, couldn't yeah, get back couldn't, in time. Could not, but I will... I'll check it out, what you got left there. Couldn't make it out in time. Okay. I suddenly developed an immense hunger listening to the show. Frank, by the way... Starting next week is going to be on location. We're going to be sending him to earthquakes, fires, tornadoes, Istanbul. Yeah. Beirut. Jamie and Marcy's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in fact, a great idea. Your first documentary can be the Veal Parmesan Twins, and I'm telling you, you get an 80 share with that. Yeah, 10 part series. You can put, that, put that Arlene Ross to shame, to sleep. Speaking of Arlene. Uh-oh. No, seriously, let's uh, cut the crap now. This is very serious. This is, after all, a news station, and she did leave me a little clip, a little uh, promo for her uh, debut Monday morning, okay? <laughs> Mother and her six young children killed in fire disaster in Overtown. <laughs> Fourteen seriously injured Metro Rail derails in the gable. <laughs> Judge Bork threatens to suspend the Constitution. <laughs> Details in the weather in 60 seconds. <laughs> it's the happy news on wins. <laughs> <laughs> they got a sense of humor here or what? The news. That Mark Coon man, I'm telling you, that guy. Is he full brother to Bowie Coon, you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 
That Bowie. Says, that says it all, doesn't it? I thought it was Bowie. David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie was here a couple of weekends ago, yes, right? Yes, he was. In the bomb City. Boy. Didn't he mm. bomb a little bit? Yeah. You didn't go to see that, did you? No. Not into David Bowie. Nobody no, I hate him. him. Nobody went You hate him? him? Yeah, I don't like him. Who would you pay to go see? Well, I was going to go see Boston. But, uh... Kind of a wimpy group. A little wimpy. No? It's your opinion, yeah. You don't think Boston a little wimpy? What do you think? None. No. They wouldn't play like Boston them. on Zeta, would they? Don't know. They, had they play like, like this morning. They were playing BTO, which is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a little too heavy for the morning. Mm -hmm. They were playing um, Doobie Brothers. Mm -hmm. Good. CCR. Mm -hmm. Doors. The Doors. CCR. <laughs> the Doors. <laughs> Forget how it goes. It's like one of each, like one from column A, one from column B. Then we throw in BTO. <laughs> yeah, they play a lot of music in the morning. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I don't know because I don't listen that much. I just mm -hmm. punch it up once and I see what they're playing. <laughs> They were whining about being temporary. I heard. Were they doing that again? Were they whining? Still whining. Boy, they better get it out of their system mm -hmm. fast. Okay, let's uh, go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale isn't going to crap out again, is it? No, no, no. Oh, thank you so much. Close. Sorry. You just saved the whole city of Fort Lauderdale. Thank goodness. I wouldn't want the city of Fort Lauderdale to diminish. Yeah, especially with that great mayor you got. Hey, this is uh, the Larry's lady who brought you the ice cream. Yeah, oh, God, wouldn't we kill for some of that right now? Uh, listen, I just wanted to thank you for the gracious acceptance on your behalf of our guest. Wait a minute, you want to run that by me again? No, I wanted, I wanted to thank you for graciously accepting the gift that we brought you. Oh, what gift? Ice cream. Oh, the ice cream. Hey, listen, the gift, that was fantastic. <laughs> Well, listen, just keep that scoop handy. You know, you'll never know what you'll need it for. What'd you do with that scoop? <laughs> what did I do with the scoop? <laughs> yes. I didn't do anything with the scoop. It's here somewhere. Okay. Oh, don't lose it. No, I won't lose it. Okay. Are you going to bring some more ice cream? If you'd like some, I'd love to. Oh, my God. That was... And I'm not supposed to be eating a lot of ice cream. And you, you noticed I didn't eat a lot that day. Well, you ate it for the whole half hour left on your show, and I loved every minute of it. <laughs> but I ate a little, little amount. I ate it slowly. I did not feel <laughs> nice. <laughs> I heard all the shot. crunching and the smacking of the lips, and that's all you need to hear. Yeah. She listened. Oh, yeah, I was smacking my lady. lips. Well, I think that's the first day Dave was here. <laughs> Were you here when the ice cream was here? No. Nah, oh, unfortunately. You missed that. It's the only food that he's missed in a week and a half. That's a shame. Well, we'll have to run it by you again. Uh, we'll sure uh, be ready. Believe me, we're always ready. Thanks a lot, Neil. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're ready for Larry's, boy. <clears throat> boy, that was good stuff, mm -hmm. wasn't it? I didn't have any, but... You know, it, was, it wasn't like uh, some of that other stuff, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like uh, from some of those other places. <laughs> and these people are nice people, too. You don't want to give any... You notice how he ignores... He just pays no attention to what yeah, I say anymore. He looks off the other guy. there was like a little interaction. Of going, nah, it's like I'm going in this direction. And he's just rising to a pinnacle that's... Um, I listen to every word you Like utter. to the top of the tower, you know? You said that it's not like some of that other ice cream at other places. Did you ever see them put a new beacon light on top of one of the towers? Mm-hmm. Boy, you're, you're going to be good. You'd be the supervisor up there. You just no. kind of hover over there, the vulture hovering over the tower, waiting for uh, Richard Van Hook to fall off. You want to go climb towers today? Yeah, I think okay. after the show we'll all climb. We'll pick a tower, we'll climb to the top. we got like seven out there, you know. At least. How many do we have? I don't think seven. Six? Six. Six. Yeah. See, Plenty. I count them. Plenty. I know every day. day. You can yeah. look out the window of your office and see them, but it's a little tough. Do you count them every day? I count them every day. Sure they're, they're all there. there yeah. <laughs> well, for a little while, anyway. 21 past 1 at WINZ, 43,000 watts today, and we'll come back right after this. This is neat. That would have been disgraceful. Okay, just reminiscing over some of the races last night at Pompano. You know, it's early in the season. You have to wait till they get a little form, and uh, they've all been over the track a few times. 
And you've had a chance to, uh, you know, cleanse your soul a little bit, plunge and clean out your wallet and start fresh with new money. They like your new money. And we're going to make a little call out, Bob. I hope She's home. this is the right number. Who is it that Howard's calling? He's calling Jessica Hahn all the time, right? Hey. Uh, Donna Rice, please. He's calling. Uh, Neil Rogers at WINZ. Oh, she's not here. Might I take a message? Uh, what time do you expect her? Well, I'm not sure. But she will be back? I I expect her back. I mean, she's in the process of moving. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, just tell her that we called, okay? Okay. Neil Rogers, W-I-N-Z. Okay, I'll tell her. Thanks a lot. Okay, Donna's not in, but uh, that was definitely the right number, wasn't yeah, it? Wow. Well, isn't that interesting? A real person. I wonder who that lady is there with Donna in her house. Mm. Holy Toledo. Yes. Something to think about, isn't it? You don't have uh, Don Johnson's home phone number, do you? <laughs> 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 I have a couple of things I want to ask him. <laughs> that was Don. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> I think there's going to be a sarcastic message on the other end of this, probably. This is Don's number. It was given to me by somebody on the inside. Mm -hmm. Nobody home, but if you leave your name, the time you called, and you I'll get back to That's you Don. as soon as I can. Thanks a lot. Hey, Don. <laughs> that sound I, like know Don? I've, I know I've heard that voice somewhere. Yeah. I sounds can't, awfully familiar. I can't put my finger <laughs> on it. But, uh, boy, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Rings a bell with me. Okay, we're going to uh, get that. We're going to capture that from the logger tape, by the way. And tomorrow, we're going to play that 700 times in the first hour, over and over. And then, you know, after about the 700 times, that's when you get the flavor of it. Yeah. And it sinks in, and you know for sure who it was. Uh, do me a favor. Don't call any answering machines in South Miami today, okay? Oh, why? Is there a bad message? I, I think so, yeah. Well, we can dump it if it's bad. <laughs> Oh, this ought to be good. I'd be so embarrassed. Are you? Celebrity answering phone. A new segment on WINZ. Wouldn't it be something if it was Henry Winkler? He wears a lot of lipstick, Henry Winkler. You <laughs> Not in a movie, just like in regular life. He wears heavy lipstick. <clears throat> good message on this. Obviously, there must no be some home. moron Obviously. who doesn't hook up his machine right. Obviously okay, either. obviously not home. Very yeah. lucky for somebody we all know. Or either you dialed the Mac tonight, a hit, but drowns out the McMessage, it says. And there's a picture of the moonhead. It says, look out, old Mac might not be back. Lunar crooner Mac tonight, who sings the praises of dinner at McDonald's and TV ads, has ended mm. a five-week test run. What a run. Mm. Reaction to the crescent head character who sings rewritten lyrics to the tune of Bobby Darren's 1959 hit Mac tonight was phenomenal. Phenomenal, says McDonald's spokeswoman Terry McCapatosto. As many as 1,500 people showed up to meet Mac when he appeared at a Chicago area McDonald's restaurant. And it just it goes on forever. But the fast food king might not bring Mac back because he distracted you from the idea they tried to persuade you about 
buying dinner there. Can you imagine buying dinner? When that spot plays, it's nauseating to begin with because it's been on 8 million times. But when they say dinner at McDonald's, that's Mm -hmm. when you start just laughing, hysteric. Dinner at McDonald's? Oh, yeah, get the whole family and uh, go out for a Big Mac tonight. That'd be dinner. A Big Mac and a Big Fly. Speaking of tedious repetition, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. But nothing is going to dissuade him from his appointed rounds because he is in absolute ecstasy. Look at him. He looks like a man set free, a man released from rape. So we could rip him for hours on end. In fact, maybe that's a good idea, but uh, no. Nothing's going to bring him down, so to speak. Okay, let's take some more calls. And we do have that number, which I'm saving okay. for a future notice. Great. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, I talked on Saturday and I said... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you recognize this voice? That's Don, isn't it? That's Don. (laughs) I know that voice anywhere. Don, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I got carried away. It was fun. Um, did you watch Stand By Me? No. Neil? Did I watch it? Yeah, I talked on Saturday and you said you were going to watch it and we were going to talk about it a little. Mm -hmm. You didn't hear the beginning of the show today. We did like an hour on it. We did an hour on it. Oh, you did? Well, I, I had a question. Go what's ahead. A question. Well, Pluto's a dog, Mickey's a mouse, and Donald's a duck. So what's Goofy? Now, haven't I? I've heard this question somewhere before. <laughs> and what's the answer? I don't know. That's the question. What's the, the answer, Mister Expert? Like that was like the big thing in the movie, you know, the big. All right, wait a minute. Maybe he needs a little inspiration. Okay, <laughs> hold on, just one second. I think he needs a little inspiration with it. Okay, here we go. Uh. <laughs> it's Bill McQuig's clock. It's beat the clock. I'm... Do I have to answer the question? No, the bird. Yeah, I'm okay, the expert. Go, and I'm stumped. I could have swore I heard Don Johnson's voice in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> still working on that? He's uh, cackling a little, sir. I don't know the answer. Nervous cackle because I think you stumped him finally. He yeah. has no clue. What's what's the question? <laughs> yeah, really. Pluto's <laughs> a dog, Mickey's a mouse, Donald's a duck. What's goofy? I don't know. Did they answer? They didn't answer. They, the didn't, they couldn't figure it out. Right. I can't they figure it out question. either. For well, listen. Movie. Listen. Enough of this stupid trivia. I want to direct your attention. You get TV Guide. <laughs> um. Yeah. I buy it at the store. Well, that's what I meant. All right. Listen. On page A31. Of this week's, so let's see, October 3rd this through the 9th, this, this week. Yeah. I've got this one already. Mm-hmm. Uh, on page 831, cable close-up, stand, yeah, by, stand by me, okay? Let's see, Saturday, 8 p.m., uh, 4.55 a.m. on Wednesday. They're on Max tonight. Oh, Cinemax wait a minute, Wednesday, tonight. 8 p.m. on HBO. Tonight at 8 p.m. on Cinemax, yeah. and also at 4.10 in the morning. And Friday at 11 p.m. Well, I think I'll get up at 4.10 this morning and watch it. Great idea. Hey, did you listen to the YouTube radio network this morning? Anyways, I was starting to say, there is this... <laughs> That's the translation for There's data. this picture of River Phoenix and Will Wheaton. Oh, here, well, here I, I, I thought something up while you were, uh, when you mentioned his name was Will Wheaton. Yeah. I said, well, it's a good thing uh, River didn't eat Wheaton because it's bad for him. Yeah, a lot of allergies there on yeah. wheat. Isn't that what the guy said before? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, like I said, like, lame. Was doing, did you hear the shock radio thing? No. Uh, well, they were doing their impression of shock radio. Of schlock radio? Shock. They've been doing that for a long time over there. Yeah. <laughs> they told a bad joke, they'd uh, shock themselves. Oh, yeah. So that, you know, the show was over. And, like, By the way, there's a rumor that four runaway S's escaped from the Zeta studio this morning. 
during the playing of Station Stuff. And, Station um, Stuff. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's the only reason I listen. Isn't that one of your favorites? Yeah. So they're into you, too, pretty heavy now. I think Stan got them into that. I swear, every, every 15 minutes, they got to meet their YouTube quota. By the way, if Peter, if Peter Bulger's listening, you want to know uh, what we're playing by Brian Adams, and I'd forgotten. Uh, Heat of the Night is one of them that I've been playing, but uh, I forget what the other one is. Oh, I heard Stan play one of Six String. Hurt. Stan played that one. It hurt, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that music just, you know... They didn't play that much in the movie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just got a great idea. Hold on. No, it just plays over the end credits. Hello? Hold on. We're here. Hey, is that Dave back there? Yeah, how you doing? What's up, Dave? How you doing? Doing a good job. Thank you very much. Yeah, he's doing a good job of eating lunch. Now, wait a minute. Listen. So what are you guys eating today? I got, like, these little, uh... Knickknacks I'm making. Now, wait, sir, listen. I want you to listen to this very carefully now, okay? Are you ready? All right. And I want you to try, in your mind, to envision, like, all the pieces of the puzzle coming. This might even enable you to answer your own question, all right? All right. All right. No, no. Oh. Woo! <laughs> Sounds like sweet blue. <laughs> That's kind of like Arlene and, uh... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh. Hey, Boston's pretty good, by the way, Dave, so don't listen to those guys. All right. All right, wait a minute. We're going to add one more element, okay? This is going to do it now. Let's... How are you? I'm fine. You, I vote yes. You vote yes. Yes. Ron Johnson should get a haircut. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, bye. Hello. Only if. Hello. Okay. Pardon me? I think that was Don. You notice that? That doesn't sound a bit like that. Did you notice that? Yeah. That sounded like Johnson, didn't it? Sure did. Isn't that incredible? Absolutely. He said no change. It sounds just like Don Johnson. What do you think, sir? I think I'm decided. Okay, thank you. Hello? Yes. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. I vote yes. You vote yes. Yes. Don Johnson should get a haircut. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. No. Hello? Hello? Only if... Hello? Okay. Pardon me? I think that was Don. You notice that? Ow! Goofy and Don Did you Johnson. notice that? That sounded like Johnson, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, did that help you, sir? Did that put you Don in a Johnson. Place? Yeah, that did it. That's who Goofy is. He got the answer to his question. Yeah. Excellent. We finally figured it out. Before I leave, I want to request uh, With or Without You by uh, you two. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, we'll be playing the Joshua Tree for our ice cream friends a little later on. All right. Adios. Bye. Yeah, they're into U2 real heavy now, aren't they? Yeah. U2. Mm-hmm. BTO. The Doors. Never forget the Doors. CCR. CCR. And that's about it. What more do you need? Little Bruce Springsteen every now and then. The boss. Yeah. Here's a new one. Yeah. I hear the boss, and it makes me toss my lunch. Mm-hmm. You like the boss? I hate the boss. Good. Good thinking. I knew Dave had good taste. Oh, wait a minute. The door is opening, and ladies Slowly. and gentlemen, here, here he, he is. Comes. The door is creaking open to the WINZ Talk Studio, and here he is. 
I know all of this already. This is old news about the church. We talked about this Saturday on my show where we had substance. We weren't quetching uh, and carrying on about should somebody cut their hair. Which, by the way, I need a haircut very badly. <laughs> so do I. Huh? Then yeah. we'll get a haircut together. Yeah, that, ooh, that would be in the same seat, you mean? That would be pretty exciting, Dave. Then we'll eat fondue. What are you doing with that mic? Look at that. He's just... Um... <laughs> what? What's wrong with it? Can't get it up. <laughs> so he said last Not night. what I heard. <laughs> Not what we heard. We heard there was some big news coming to the Stan Major audience today. Look at that. He's even got a little... He can't resist. There's a little smirk on his face. Do you notice that? He just... He's trying to play it uh, straight, so to speak. Big news. I'm sure that you can, uh, you know... That Marshall Moore, he comes in here on Sunday. Oh, this room is like we're still uh, like a tornado. Like we have like a 9.3 on the Richter scale. Yeah, we're still putting the room back together. This mic's oh look gone. at the, oh wait till you hear this card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hits just keep on coming. Okay, I want you. I'm reading this. I'm not making it up. It says, wait a minute. I love it. When you start the crusade like you did Thursday, your little eyes flash and your voice becomes high-pitched high and shrill. Either the veneer comes off your homosexuality or your underwear is too tight. Forget the heavy issues and continue your voyeurism and making up excuses to not meet women. Unsigned. Weird. Yeah. P.S. Did you like the veal? <laughs> Boy. Did you hear what they said about you? No. Oh, yeah. The uh, Mung Brains? Yeah, did yeah, you hear yeah. that? That were the two big Mung Brains uh, in the history. And this is right after he came running out to uh, shake our hands yeah. and apologize. Well, I don't know what the hell he was apologizing for other than being an idiot. <laughs> I kind of pushed me out of the way. And like, did he? Poor Marcy. Oh, yeah. It's all his fault. She's perfect. She's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's all his fault. Though. Yeah. Poor Marcy. See, this man is so overcome by his hormones, he just can't control himself. Just a walking hormone. <laughs> Did uh, Don Johnson call Glenn? <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. I vote yes. You vote yes. Yes. Don Johnson should get a haircut. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Only if. Hello. Okay. Pardon me. I think I was Don. You notice that? That sounded like Johnson, didn't it? Sure did. He's only from a camper with another hot nymphon in there. Okay. Well, listen. If uh, it makes you happy, I'm sure it was Don, aren't you? Yeah. Let's yeah. take a vote. We all think it was Don. Absolutely. Okay. West Boca. Hello. <laughs> Hey, dude. What do you think? Uh, I think it was JoJo. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Close. Close, but not a match. It was Joey Reynolds. And the board goes back. Something like that. So, hey, how about them Canes? Yeah, I told you the Canes were going to win, although I didn't think it was going to happen the way it did. But, uh, you know, a win is a win. You know that uh, that Will Wheaton from uh, Stand By Me is in the new Star Trek? Oh, forget it. Did you know that? Forget it. He's an ugly little kid. All right, all right. Did you see who was on CNN this weekend, by the way? I'm afraid to ask. Small potatoes. Yeah. Oh, you mean this past weekend? Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Potato Head. Unbelievable. Was he good? Was it contrived? It was uh, one of 
what you would expect, pretty much. It was him and Robert Novak, you know, of Evans and Novak. What were they arguing about? What? Do you want to guess? The football strike. You're right. Oh, of course. Uh, and we know that Mr. Potatoes is very objective. And this uh, SST or whatever, I thought that was an aircraft of some kind, but anyway, this SST thing has just really got so much credibility, you know. It's so embarrassing. Mr. Robbie, you know, support the scabs, come out, pay 26 bucks a game to watch a bunch of lunkheads play football, because naturally, Mr. Robbie is always right. And of course, his uh, crusade has nothing to do with the fact that they run the games, right? Yeah. No. No, well, it's a coincidence, exactly. One, another one of those strange coinkydinks. Dinks. It was, uh, it was pretty bizarre. Did you uh, hear Joey, by the, by the way, the other day trying to, uh, he, he was yelling at you because you were playing the wrong version of his theme. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Uh, and it skipped. It, it sounded actually like, uh, the Beastie Boys or something, like a rap kind of scratch deal there. It is the Beastie Boys. He's a Beastie Boys. It's, it's the Beastie Boys doing Frankie Valley, if you listen very carefully. Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to say goodbye, but I want to play you a little something here, so uh, just uh, stand by. Me. Presenting the Fat Fiction feature, Superman! Bud Collier. Oh, up in the sky! It's a place! It's Superman! <laughs> it's Superman! Okay, well, listen, it's been great, but uh, I can't wait for Bud Collier to come back. Yeah. Stan, I used to listen to you when you first came out in June, but lately have been listening to Alice Rantel. Today, I tuned you in and heard you screaming about the new gun law. I could not believe how you were hanging up on people and calling them jerks. Really, Stan, being rude to people is very unbecoming of you. If you think it will help your anemic ratings, I'm afraid you may be very mistaken. Sincerely, a sporadic listener. P.S. Are you and Neil Rogers lovers? Can't quite figure you out. <laughs> the thought of that is just so oh. mind-boggling oh, that it—that's um, like an understatement. Oh boy, mind-boggling. I mean, with all due respect, <laughs> let's get serious, okay? <laughs> It's 18 till 2 at WYNZ. Dave is here just uh, digesting a wonderful lunch. He's ready. You're going to go to work at what time now? 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock? Yep. So everybody who's going to be heading for the melting pot in uh, Coral Springs tonight can ask for Dave to wait on them. Of course, you can't wait on everybody. No, I can't. But I'll wait but on you Jamie and Marcy. You'll wait on Jamie and Marcy. I'll take them on and uh, you guys. You'll take them on? Yeah. <laughs> well, don't put they it in those terms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll come and invite you next. You're next. next on the list, hey, listen, well, you know what he's pushing for, don't you? You know, you notice he already wears a little chain there. He'd like to have his name in gold, you know, about 18 pounds of gold hanging from his neck. Okay, so uh, you hear that. And, of course, at 8 o'clock tonight, we don't want any pain-in-the-ass bystanders bugging. I'm going with an old friend of mine and his friend, and we're going to have a nice, quiet dinner for a couple of hours. Is he old? Older than I am. Okay. He's not old, but he's older. A friend of long standing. How's that? Okay. okay? Is Stan going? 
No. No, he's probably going to be occupied. Or, I don't want to keep dragging him up there. Stan is coming Saturday with... Um, so you're going tomorrow, and then you're going Saturday, and you were there yesterday. I'm not going there tomorrow. Today. Today. Tonight. Tonight. Yesterday. Yeah. Saturday. No, not Saturday. We're there you're Friday. You're not going Saturday? Oh, okay. Next Saturday. Stan's going Saturday. Oh, right, wait a minute. I don't know. We're there last Friday. Last Friday. Yes. He's uh, doing a bit here. You know what uh, Trying. Last Friday. <laughs> last night. Last night. Which you got to eat free for my going there, which I noticed you didn't. Well, I did. Yeah. You get it for free? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. talking about the dinner, okay? <laughs> I get that too for free. Do you? Yeah. No, that's not what you told me. You said they don't feed you. Well, now they do. Oh, now, now they do. In fact, last night they were talking about making him manager of the Coral Springs location. <laughs> Lord. Why? Moi. Yeah, because of, as Robbie Lowe always says, mm -hmm. Robbie Lowe, where did that come from? As Rob Lowe loves to say, moi. Do you notice in every one of his movies, he has a little French line he throws in, like an Oxford Blues. He's mm -hmm. a little sooty there on the side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen About Last Night with uh, Rob Lowe and Dinty Moore, please do yourself a big favor and watch it. You'll enjoy it. There are a lot of fleshy scenes in there. Oh, let's the movie take a is poll fun. on this one tomorrow. Are we going to have people call up whether they like that movie or not? It's not even a contest. It's a it's a good movie. No, and with I, my crowd, with Rob Lowe in there naked, do you think you have any chance? I would just be curious. Do you think you have any chance with my audience that uh, this audience isn't going to be... Um, just curious. Even the straight guys in the audience are foaming <laughs> at the mouth over that movie. <laughs> over Dinty so. Moore, yeah. Yeah. She's... Passable. She's okay, but yeah. she's just uh, sexless. You know, Phoebe Cates was up for that role. She and Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. Phoebe Cates, that would have been yeah. She was yeah, up because Rob Lowe and her would have looked a lot alike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have almost been like Stand By Me, two boys. Okay, it's 145. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. Phoebe Cates looks like a guy. I'm sorry. I can't help oh, it that that's your on. taste. You like Phoebe Cates, too? Yeah, she's all right. Beautiful. Oh, she's boy. Right. I mean, if you, right. you got that one picture of her with her hair short. She looks just like um, Robbie Benson or somebody else. <laughs> Robbie Benson is retarded. Well, he's in... What a thing that is. What a terrible thing that is to say. Robbie Benson is retarded. I hate that guy. I hate him. <laughs> oh, you like him? Uh, he, he's what was that guy. movie he had, The Monkey? What was that movie where he had the pet monkey? And he was running around. Every movie, and he directs like his own. You know, he's like a... Uh, Flasher, Robbie Ben. He always has to have his underwear on at least one scene. You know what I'm saying? Monkey. Yeah, he had the monkey, and they got running around with that girl and chasing through with the Arabs in the tent and the whole business. Strange, sick movie. Uh, I think you hallucinated. No, I'm not hallucinating that movie. He had a pet monkey in that movie, and his, the monkey was in his underwear. It was incredible. Well, I must have missed that one. Yeah. And I don't miss any of them. The Robbie Benson movies? One. Yeah, I'm sure of that. I'm positive. <laughs> Boy, penalty of death. It's 14 before 2. Am I interrupting? Okay. It's 11 before 2 at WYNZ. Uh, Stan is feverishly hunting for the uh, Don Johnson, Don Johnson office in the office phone number. Yeah, I don't. I hope that's not an omen for what's going to happen the next four hours. Not for the show, though. Is that what he said? Is he, did he promise? Did he swear in blood? Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello. A voice from Fort Lauderdale. First time I call. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. But nevertheless. Last week. Yeah, I'm the one. And was listening. And you played a small segment of of uh, having a wild weekend by the Rock and Rebels and mentioned Swan Records and on and on. And you mentioned Joe Bishop. Yeah. Same breath. Yes. What's all I got to do with anything? Nothing. 
No, wait a minute. You said there was some kind of controversy with Swan Records. Oh, there is, label. yeah. Yeah, do you know the Rock and Rebels? Weekend and the Rock and Rebels who did that song. One of my favorite records. Yeah, do you know the Rock and Rebels? Oh, I know them, yeah. What's the whole spiel about that? The whole spiel is that they never got a dime in royalties from that record. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. And they had many hits on Swan. Did they? Yes. Well, not like that one, though. That one sold over a million copies. Well, how did they get gypped out of not getting a dime? Because Tom Shannon and Joey Reynolds were, like, uh, involved with their contract or something, or their manager, something like that. And he was and, playing uh, the records? You, uh, playing the record, it was Tommy Shannon's theme song. You're kidding. And they never got a dime, and I know that because one of the members of the band told that to me in a, bar, a little bar in Buffalo, New York. No kidding. Many moons ago. And to this day, they haven't received any money. They're still looking. In fact, we're gonna we're gonna give them Joey's home address in Plantation. They want to make him an offer he can't refuse. I'm surprised. I'm such a big hit. That was Tommy Shannon's theme song, and he used it in uh, Detroit too at CKLW. But, I'm surprised uh, he hasn't played it on She. I haven't heard him play it. Probably too embarrassed to play that on She. Because I haven't listened long enough. To because hear it. then he'd have to talk about the Rock and Rebels, and uh, you know we'd have to find out the real story behind the story <laughs> of a whole host of people who got screwed by certain folks from Buffalo, record promoters, concert promoters. The list is legendary. Unbelievable. Yeah. In fact, well, listen, thanks for the rest of the story. In fact, maybe uh, maybe we'll get Joey to cash a check for Larry King. What do you think? <laughs> okay, good luck to you, sir. Thank you. And now you have the rest of the story. Boy, that Paul Harvey, is he boring or what? Very boring. Terminal. Comatose. Nuts. Not a big fan, huh? No. Other than that, he's not a bad guy. Coral Gables, well, he's from Chicago. Uh, he's got one good thing going. Coral Gables, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. I want to start this phone call by saying, can you do me a favor first? Don! Wait a minute. Is this Don? Don't hang up. Wait. <laughs> Say something, sir. You to play with you that it did. It is. Now. Uh, oh, yeah, we got that here. I went to Emac and Bolio's. Right? Oh, boy. Now, who did you molest up there, sir? Drove all the way up there. Yes. And you're talking about a bubble-bursting party. <laughs> This person I saw was Stan Majors. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Looks like the leprechaun on a Lucky Charm cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, he does. He does look like the leprechaun, uh, you know, kind of blown up a little bit. Second person I saw was a bird. Yes. Looks nothing like a bird. He looks like the other part of Lee Gillette, not the cantaloupes. Shame on you, sir. Walking penis. Oh, what a shot. And then Neil. Yeah. Uh, you look like a human hammer. Yes, that's me. And you got that forehead. <laughs> yep. This man wanted us to play something for him. He just insulted all of us, something uh, fierce. He didn't say anything about me. This no. But you weren't there. That's true. <laughs> you weren't there. He would be ripping you, too. I don't think And so. what do you look like, um, Mr. Mung? Beautiful. What do you look like? Uh, Claude Rains? <laughs> Lon Chaney and the Hunchback of Notre Dame? I mean, who do you look like? This beautiful. Probably looks like Sonny Fox with a banana in his mouth. Sounds like Jess Strait. Well, listen, you've been so complimentary to us, we have to play this for you. Thank you. Do you think this will win you over? Maybe. Unlikely. Hey, young man. 
Listen, I've seen you hanging around my house now. Yeah, There's something I want to talk to you about. What are you getting me to Listen here now. Yeah. I'm going to put it this way. Yeah? Wasn't you who did the pushing? Put the stains upon the cushion. Footprints on the dashboard upside down. Say what? Wasn't you, you Bronco Bill, been messing with my daughter Jill? If it was, you'd better leave this town. Well, what do you got to say? Uh, yes, twas I who did the pushing. Put the stains upon your cushion. Footprints on your dashboard upside down. Down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But since I'm messing with your daughter, I've had trouble passing water, so I guess we're even all around. Why, you? Wait, wait, Come wait, over here. And, and people will talk about it at the water cooler, and that's what we all strive for every day. Uh, you know, uh, I, I know Tanner can relate to this. I'll bet he can. Let's uh, go to a payphone in Ogis. Hello. Hi, I have to follow this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Glenn requested uh, a payphone in Ogis. So I... Well, when you uh, live in Ogis, you have a heavy cross to bear, sir, a heavy load to carry. Yes, I, I understand. I'm, uh, as a matter of fact, I've been hanging on so long. Is that your new policy, keep them hanging until they drop or what? That's it. You got it. Right. I'm only, I only got down to my <laughs> knees so far, but anyway. Um, let's see. Uh, what kind of material do I have for you today? Nothing Nothing very good. Nothing earth-shaking. Well, listen, oh, listen, you won't be the first. If I'm calling from uh, if I'm calling from a payphone at a mobile station, does that count as a mobile call? No, only from Amico. Oh, Amico or Exxon. I got you. I got you. Is Glenn there? No, Glenn is uh, busy uh, looking for a phone number for Stan. Oh, oh. I, I probably looking for Marcy's home number. I, I hesitate to say anything about Stan because I it, it's I mean I listened to the show Friday. Yeah. And I heard uh, I heard him do that uh, uh, poll. He only he said he had 120 calls. There were only there were only three of them that were any good. One one guy said, "Is this Lee Fowler?" Yeah. Said, "Who cares?" And uh, what did the third guy say? Uh, oh, it was so good. I guess I forgot it already. But uh, anyway. Yeah, moving right along. Moving right along, right? Uh, gee, I had I had so many things to talk to Glenn about. I guess I'm not going to get a chance today. I'm going to have to. Call. Yeah, you, Dave. Uh, even if uh, Bob did turn his mic off, you can talk to Dave about him. Dave? Yes. My... There it is. Right okay. Go Hello. ahead. Hello? Yes, you can talk to me about that. About what I was going to talk to Glenn about? Sure. Yeah. I he... don't think that's... Uh... Yes, it is. He speaks for Glenn. I don't think it does. Excuse me? Give it a shot. Well, no, well, Glenn likes to find out things about Ogis, you know, and uh, I was wondering if he had any more questions about Ogis. Do you have any questions about Ogis? No questions. No. No questions about None. Speechless. Well, actually, you know, I'm, I'm... Now you know why we're thankful that Glenn isn't in here right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not originally from Ogis. If you were from Medley, we might get into that. No, no, no. I, actually, I'm from uh, the state of New York, just like you, Neil. Whereabouts? I grew up in Decidia. In what? Decidia. Do you understand what he said? Decidia. <laughs> you never heard of the city of New York? The city of New York. Boy, this guy's a real a regular comedian. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's not just... Another one of those New York wise guys. You know, we know your types. Probably from the Bronx. Anyway, I have to say that I, I, well, when Stan started his show Saturday, I had to turn it off. Really? Yeah, because he was playing that thing. Oh. No, but you should have left it on because you would have been astonished at how many more times he played it over and over. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have imagined anybody would have had the guts to do it. I mean, just I, over and I, over and I, over and over. I mean, to the point where the, the transmitter was trying to shut itself off. Back on at five o'clock, and he was still doing it. I know. My God. Non-stop. I think he's a sadist. 
Oh, he's going to think I'm trashing him on your show. Now. That's okay, no problem. He's uh, he's in ecstasy today, so don't you understand? He finally broke a long drought, and he's uh, all excited. Oh, that's a long drought? A long drought. Nothing will upset him now. Yeah, does that give you a little hint? <laughs> no. Well, okay. <laughs> hey, have you had enough of this today? More than enough. More, more than enough? Yeah. I've got material I haven't even thought of yet. Well, give us a call tomorrow. We'll see, yeah, we'll uh, you know, give us a little warning and, you know, we'll see if, how long we can keep you on hold tomorrow. I tell Glenn I said hello. Okay, thank you so much. Look at that. There's uh, the big bad wolf. Isn't that cute? Boy, with his mask and hold. But he's practicing now. He's getting ready for that uh, big morning thing. And uh, he'll never be the same again. You know, he thinks one hour with Arlene is uh, something that he can survive. But wait till it's yeah, four Yeah, when we start uh, pulling down tens, we'll tell you Every how day. Done. Yeah, pulling down your pants, maybe, but that's about it. Anyway, uh, we thank Dave for uh, stopping by for another indescribable lunch. No problem. Thank yeah, you. No problem, sure. Easy for you to say. Lunch was great. In fact, uh, the aroma of the marinara sauce and the meatballs it made you almost want some veal parmesan and it made you uh, get in the mood for that so if Jamie Hopefully and uh, Marcel are listening, tonight, uh, maybe they'll bring some more jewelry by the great. melting pot yeah. tonight Dave. Dave yeah ask for Dave he's the one that wants all the heavy jewelry Mike Wolf with the headlines CBS with the world news and Stan Major is going to be uh, boys he got some wild stories for you and if you believe him 